Recorded in Seattle, Washington, it's an earful in the Emerald City. Hold on to your butt. Where local and national gossip is twisted with comedy. Starring two typical guys who hold nothing back. What the hell is so great about that? To make your jaws sore. Oh, that's nasty. Get your mind out of the gutter and give it up. Hey, what is happening, everybody? Thank you for joining us on another episode of An Earful in the Emerald City. Thank you guys for uh, spending a little time with us. We appreciate it. We, you know, we saw you last week. We weren't sure if you're going to be back. I mean, you know, we had a good time. I, I thought we had a good time. You know, uh, uh, it felt good, but uh, we're glad you're back here with us. Uh, and you guys, we got a very special episode for you guys today too. I'm glad you guys joined us. Um, joining us in studio here is, I'd say probably my favorite guest. One, one of. Uh, <laughs> Probably my favorite guest. We've he says had. that to everybody. Well, I, I've told a few. He says that to everybody. I've told a few, Tony. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I've told a few, but joining us in studio here, uh, our first three-time guest. Holy, third holy time moly. around. Third is that, time around. Is that right? It is. You know, third time's a charm. Yeah, one is just for fun. Two's for suckers. <laughs> three. That's the sweet spot. But the problem is, Berg. I feel like trilogies, though, they they never go the right way. You know, they're always the worst one of the bunch. Un- Flipping fact for me, I love Back to the Future. We grew up with Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. I feel like Back to the Future 3 was the best one out of the three. Yeah. I'm one of the few people that have that opinion. But I feel like uh, that's the only caveat. That's the only one of the trilogies I can think of that the third one was better than the first two. It is tough. There's well, a lot of them out there. I think a lot of crappy to, ones out there, too. I, I think when you get to the third, you say... Are we cutting this, or I mean, right? are we gonna are we gonna keep this cash cow going? Or you can just here? do like Fast and you know, Furious you know, and make ten four. movies. You can make ten. Exactly. Is it Fate of the Furious now. Is that oh, the new one. I don't know. Who, who but knows? You're putting a lot of pressure on me. Who knows? Very but good. they're gonna have There's low Paul expectations, and I'm gonna try to raise the bar. Low expectations hey, for third time. For the third, third time guest. Uh, number you know? three. <laughs> number number three. Like I said, third time can can be a charm. You know. <laughs> Let's hope. But uh, yeah, Tony Gardner in house with us, you guys. So you're in for a big one here. I'm glad you joined us here. Things have been a little crazy uh, in in the Gardner house <laughs> and the Gardner world. Uh, why don't you catch the fans up on oh. what's been happening in your neck of the woods? About uh, what, being a new dad? Big things. Big things. <laughs> Tony Gardner. Been bailing on you yesterday because uh, oh, I had a, oh, a projectile vomit coming at me. You know what? Hold, hold, your, hold, that, hold that projectile vomit thought there because <laughs> yep. I want to address this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we, we were going to go yesterday. You yes. know, this guy's got a life. He's doing other things. <laughs> we, we're, I try to be flexible with the scheduling. So we are coming to you guys a little late here. I'm going to get yes. this out. Right Sorry, after everybody. We, that was on right me. After we was on work. me. It's a, but hey, you know what? It happens, you guys. Okay, it happens. You're getting an hour every week. Life. Yeah, you're getting an hour every week. Okay, and you're getting it for nothing. Yeah, you're getting it for nothing. All right, you don't even have to do a song dance. You don't even have to thank me. But you all said right? I pissed off a listener, Robbie, or what was in there? I pissed someone off. They were looking for it yesterday. You couldn't deliver. You put it on me. You, you can know put what? that one on me, Robbie. Robbie, he, he, <laughs> I love him. He's a good guy, but 
He's got to work on that attitude a little he does. bit, okay? He, you know, he needs his damn ear you, full in the Emerald City, my you man. You got to work on that attitude a little bit. You know, so you don't yeah. always get what you want. Yes, but uh, yeah, no. So we're coming at you guys on Thursday here, but hey, you know, it was worth waiting for you guys. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, we don't know. Isn't it, it Thirsty it, it, Thursdays? Is that what the college kids call it, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> get the get that happy hour buzz yeah, going. You know? or a day closer to Friday. You know. Oh, see, and and that's what I do like about Thursday. Yes. Is it's like. But you know what sucks about Thursday for me, Berg? I don't know about you, but time is of the essence and is just flying like nobody's business. And so I always feel like to me, yes, Mondays are my worst enemy every day of the week. It punches me in the face every single Monday. But I feel like the weeks go by. All of a sudden, it's Thursday, and then the weekend's here, and the weekend goes by in a blink of an eye. Mm -hmm. But to me, Thursday's like the, the, the mode where I'm just like, oh, my God, this week is – and this is what is one of them. The week just – Flies by, and yeah. we're talking about us getting fucking older, and it's terrible. And Father Time, those we, days start know, like I up. told you, first time being sore for me after bowling. We were talking right before we got oh on here. God. I was so damn embarrassed for that, Berg. You're the only one I've told that, by the way. <laughs> Don't tell anyone <laughs> or your it's listeners. All you guys, but hey, you guys, come on. Just Who gets sore from bowling? Listen, listen, Tony's getting up there. Okay? Who gets sore? A 31 year old. Who gets sore from bowling? It's he's doing his best, you guys. He's, <laughs> he's doing the best he can. But. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, big things in your world though, man. How's uh, how's the new job treating you? The new full, the new full, full time job. The new full time job. Yes, man. Being, I know, being a dad. I feel like because the last one we were here, uh, my wife was pregnant. We were gearing up. The 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 plane was getting ready to take yeah, off. Yeah, it was it was the build up. Yeah, yes. we were a little early, but we were working on it. Yes, no, man. It's it's been. I, God, I, it's been oh, quite the ride. Let me say, I, we, I know we were talking before we got going here, but yeah, just the the fact of time flying with the fact that Emma's already six months old blows me away. I feel, you know, because even I remember too after work um, being on the, you know, pater, maternity leave, paternity leave. I'm always mixing those up. That should, I should know that by now. <laughs> I think it's paternity leave for the male side here, that's, but yeah, that's I only got chauvinist. two weeks off. I only got two weeks off of work, which was absolutely nothing. Uh, my <laughs> wife, Laura, got three months off. Obviously, that's a big difference there, but. Mm. Yeah, man, it, it, it's been it's been a definitely a game changer, <laughs> but uh, a blessing to say the least. I mean, she, we've obviously been fortunate. Emma's healthy as a horse. Mm -hmm. She's in, in the 89th percentile, so they say she might be as big as a horse for, for a gal, but she's super smart and strong, and, and yeah, man, it's crazy to watch her grow every day and uh, but also, yeah, I got my first taste of the vomit in the face yesterday. <laughs> she got, yeah. So we had to get the pediatrician involved. And, yeah, apparently she had a lot of air in the lungs. I didn't even know that was a thing with babies, that they drink milk too fast. So yeah, I man. thought air in the lungs was a good thing. <laughs> I know, right? But, yeah, <laughs> apparently, yeah, ones, yeah, drinking too fast. Yeah, I said a burper. But, yeah, no, it's it's been it's been quite the game changer getting adjusted on the sleep schedule uh that's definitely been been different because i've been one that's loved my sleep and cherishes that but now i'm turning into a morning guy and uh yeah life's changed <laughs> i know you have to be a morning guy oh, like burn. just the ass crack of dawn i bet it's i mean she gets up like clockwork at six in the morning every day so i mm. mean for me it was like i've always been a guy on the weekends like i'll sleep till 10 you know like i'm Laura would tell you, oh, you, you used to sleep until like noon or one. I never, for the record, would sleep till noon or one and waste that yeah. much of the day away. But, yeah. you know, Friday nights, Saturday nights, yeah. you know, are nice Sometimes to have. You, you know, and yeah, you know, a little not, I don't want to use the word hungover, which, speaking of that, Berg, being a parent and being hungover around a newborn or a child is about the worst thing imaginable. <laughs> Just, I'm not saying I've done that a lot. I mean, there's been a few times with, you know, mom and dad went out on date night the night before and, 
you know, you're not feeling hundred percent the next day, but it's one thing when you don't have a little human being to worry about, <laughs> be on your couch and just, you know, lounge all day and lose a day. Uh, and then it's a whole different ball game to yeah, have a four month old. Yeah, you know, once you get a shitty diaper that needs to be <laughs> yeah. taken care of, you're like, yep. I'm gonna, fuck, I'm gonna fucking puke. Yeah. I'm gonna puke if I smell this shit. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna. I'm. You're, we're gonna be cleaning <laughs> shit and puke. All right. Yep. You gotta take care of this one. <laughs> but no, man, it, it's been a ride. It's been a fun ride, and I wish I'd say I did all the work, but obviously my wife, I feel like, does all the work. <laughs> I'm just there for support, you know, not to screw it up. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that's I said, kinda, that's kind of what we do. You got to marry up and you know outkick your coverage on that. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's yes. that's that's what we got to do. That's, that's, our, that's our job. It's like you. Anyone wants to know? We're an adult now. It's like so we got to be the ones that worry all the time about shit that may happen, shit that well, might happen, I, I, shit that won't I probably said, won't happen. I was telling you earlier, my wife runs everything. She runs the show. Like mm-hmm. I'll be like, I know I should be the man of the house and everything. Like number one, if something breaks down in our house, I'm not Mister Handyman. I'm gonna pay someone to do it. Like I'm just that's just how I how I work. I know people are like, oh, you can go on YouTube these days and, and look how to do up anything. Like. No, I can't. <laughs> like, I'm just one of those ones. I gotta. I, I can do a few things. Like, I'm not the most useless like yeah. husband around, but yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need to have to pay someone to do that for me. If it, you know, that's the thing. When you're living in apartments and that, you got someone to do that for you. Yeah, being a homeowner too. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole different ball game as well. Yeah, well, it, it is. And so, let me ask you: Do you have to make the call still to the plumber, or will she take? <laughs> Will she take care of that for she you? She will tell me to make the call, so I will make the call. So you still have to make the call. Make, yeah. I can make the call. Yeah, like I said, there's certain times yeah. I have to wear the pants in the relationships. Yeah. No question. Yeah. I mean, but I feel like you know we're, we're in a modern Larry, age. The plumber. We're in a modern age where you know some roles are reversed. And like I'm not yeah. saying I'm Mr. Stay at Home Dad, but yeah. you know, <laughs> I do what I'm told. Happy wife, happy life. It's a thing. It, <laughs> it's a real thing, actually. Yeah. It honestly to make decisions all day long. It takes a lot of energy. It does. It takes a lot of energy. And sometimes there's decisions that you don't really give a shit to make. So no. it's like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna punt this one <laughs> off to you there. Uh, you make a call. I don't give a shit, all yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I'm going to think about that fucking crazy game-winning shot I saw earlier. Yeah. It was still in, so insane. I couldn't even <laughs> can't even handle it. I don't give a fuck. You handle this. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, too. With me and my wife, I feel like with Laura, she we, we yin and yang very well. Mm-hmm. But uh, And one of the reasons when you talk about cleaning and whatnot, she's all about the deep cleaning. Right. Like deep getting in there, you know, the, the crevices and whatnot. That is not me. Like I'm more of a tidy guy, you know, like I got I got a little bit of ADD in me. So I I like things neat and organized, not crazy to the point where it's over the top. Yeah. At least I tell myself that. Yeah. But I'm more of a tidy guy. And Laura, you know, and she's she's all about the deep cleaning. And, and I'm not the one to get on the hands and knees and scrub it. I, I can give me a sweep. Yeah. Sweep yeah. it under the rug. Me, us, <laughs> us, you know, us guys, like, okay we like to do that. the quick once over. Yes. We give it a quick once over. We yes. hit it pretty frequently. Yep. We go regularly. Yep. You know, I, I vacuum at least once a week. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I keep it tidy. But yeah. But, you know, yeah, I don't need to get on my knees. I don't get to get even. And there's some spots in the bathroom oh. that uh, after a while, there's oh. some some bacteria buildup that is. Well, uh, Berg, why is it between my bathroom? Like, we have our own two bathrooms. I have my own. You know, we, Ooh, she does nice. the main nice. master bedroom bathroom. And then I, I use the own bathroom in the hall. Mm-hmm. Why is it that my toilet is just a hundred times nastier? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not even a guy. It's like missing the toilet. You know what I mean? Like, it's it just. Yeah, men are men are of filth. I get it. When when you have that <laughs> when you hang have that hangover dick, you know, and oh, you just have yeah, that the piss. Drip, the drip, comes out, the, yep. 
there's too much splashing going on. <laughs> there's too much splashing going on. Stuff's going to get – it doesn't matter. You're going for I like a minute straight. You're right. That, that's a big difference between a weekend pee and a weekday pee. Oh, dude. Uh, a night and day difference, and you're right. In weekend pee, it's, lights are off. You're half full. You know, you could, I could be missing the toilet. Maybe, well, maybe that's the problem. Well, there, oh, come on. I mean, we're, no, none of us are batting a 1,000, Tony. <laughs> no. Come on. None no, of no, us no, are no. 100% no. from the field. Yep. yep. No. It, it, it happens, but – but when you have that morning piss that just goes on for like a minute yep. plus, it's yep. like there's there's some splashing. Yep. That that shit's coming from pretty high. You know, gravity's gravity's giving a little tug before it hits that other water. I always think of Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Evacuation complete. <laughs> Evacuation complete. Complete. Who do you work for, number two? <laughs> I think that every morning I'm peeing. The, the line pops in my head. <laughs> yeah. I've actually just got my body back on uh, the early – Morning number two schedule. I started waking up. Started waking up for the job big, so early. Hey, that's like that a, I got off of that. Unfortunately, that's rhythm. I mean, I, for me, it's nine o'clock every morning. Berg. It's it's after the morning coffee. If I don't after the coffee in the morning, I get concerned because I'm like, you know, I. And I'm not a big like for me. I'm a once or twice a day or sometimes, but mainly like for me, I'm a big once a day. Yeah. I have a poor a, a poor diet. Maybe that's part of the reason. <laughs> part of the reason me and my wife were the pickiest eaters of all time. It's embarrassing. But uh, at the same, and on top of that, her she's gluten free, so oh, it's, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a task. Let me say that to, yeah. for us to go find a restaurant and go out to eat. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a gluten free is a tough one. That's for sure. But everyone's gluten free now. Apparently, yeah. like my wife was like ten years ago when like it, before it was a thing, yeah. and now like it's. It's the most it's, dangerous problem. Is facing, it a fad? Is it over it's a the fad? Most dangerous problem facing white people at this point, Tony, is gluten. No wheat. The buildup in gluten and peanuts. <laughs> and peanuts. Well, I was telling Laura, I feel like the other day, like I've eaten so much gluten-free stuff now through the year, like 10 plus years now, where I feel like now I'm getting lethargic eating non-gluten-free stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, can, is that like possible? Can my body like morph and change where now I'm turning into a glutard as well? Just... By default, marrying into into our so that's our daughter Emma. Hope to God she's not glutarded or I I don't know if that's a real word. My wife says it sometimes, so I I can I'll I'll use it. But it's yeah. But all these diets and fads, Berg. I, I life's too short, my man. I'll say it like this: life's Tony. too short, and I, I will embrace the dad bod. Mm-hmm. It, it, dad bod's a thing. Like I don't want to be too much dad bod where you're just like giving yeah. up, you know. But at the same time, like I'm not looking to get a six pack. Sorry, Laura, I'm not looking to get a six pack here. I'm not. I I enjoy food and, and beer, you know, a little too much to, yeah. to cut that out completely. I hate to say it. Yeah. The, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> you look back to like 1970. Yeah. Nobody was dying from peanuts. No, <laughs> they were okay? not. They weren't the most deadly. They were not. food <laughs> in the entire. I mean, what the fuck is going on here? This this is insane. I was looking at some packaging for a sandwich I ate the other yeah. day. I wouldn't believe the stuff. They're like talking about peanuts, like it, like literally, like it's radioactive waste. Like they're like uh, this sandwich was not packaged in yeah. the same county as something that has been packaged. Well, they in try pe- to scare everybody. It's just like it's like. Why are we even talking about this? This is insane. Did you hear the report? Now you can't have the peanuts on the airplane, you know, because... <laughs> no. Did, I read a report, and I don't know if it was fake news or, or not, but I read it was like a month or two ago, there was an article saying that bacon can, is linking to cancer. Bacon to cancer. It's like, come on. Oh, dude, that's a... Come on. Is that a, fake news, Bert? Is that uh, fake news? No, that is no, that is 100% <laughs> true, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> don't tell me I can't eat bacon anymore. I mean... I'll tell you why. It's the nectar of life. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Something that tastes that delicious has Some to be bad Some people say water you. is the nectar of life. I no, disagree. No, I think bacon, bacon is no. the nectar of life. You could life. definitely get by on bacon for a lot longer than you could on water. 
That it just it tastes too good. It, it, it tastes too good. You ask the Jewiest of Jews, <laughs> and deep down in their heart of hearts, yes, they love the taste of a well cooked piece of it, bacon. It, 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 there's something about it, the smell of it, and whatnot. But that was really disturbing to read that online the other day. I also, too, I think it was cookie dough. I read too. They're saying <laughs> don't eat cookie dough. Don't eat cookie dough. You can catch salmonella. I don't know what the hell they were talking about, but it just. I don't know. I know they talk about you can get on Facebook and people just see the news articles and read the headlines and don't get into them. But I don't know, man. It's a little over top. How about don't eat cookie dough because you don't want to be a fat type of shit? (laughs) Just say that. that? I mean, they can just say that. That 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 seems like a good reason. That seems like a pretty... Pretty justifiable reason there. Yeah, it's just it's insane to me. And I, I even too, I heard Tom Brady. They're talking about Tom Brady and Giselle's diet. They're selling that diet now. Oh, there's no, there's, no, it's insane to me. Like no Most alcohol. Diet there's out no, there. pro, there's no protein. It's all check. Look it up, anyone. Look up Tom Brady Giselle's diet, and it's insane. Like, and they're actually selling that out to people, and people are just like, oh my god, well, it must work for them. It must work for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that how? She, oh, she's no, she is beautiful. Yeah, you know? I mean, God, if they're doing it, it's got to work. So a, a diet, life's too short. Don't live like that. No, exactly. <laughs> a diet has to be something that works with your life, yep. something that makes sense for you. Something, I, I try to eat a pretty good diet. To yeah. be honest, I'm not perfect. Yep. I, I'm not perfect. If again, if we were talking about field goal percentages, yeah. I'd say on good food I eat, I'm yeah. probably around. 68 70 yeah. percent. You know, pretty good meals, pretty yep. solid. But I'll have a Saturday where. I just eat shit the entire day. Like, <laughs> yeah. literally every single product that I put in my body is yeah. just shit the yeah. entire day long. Yeah. But it's like, I don't let it get out of control, though. Yeah. And I was eating a lot of vegetables. I was eating some rice. I was eating some eggs yeah. all week long. Okay? I mean, if you want to let yourself go for one day, that's fine. Yep. Out of seven in a week, that's not going to kill you. Yeah. You just at, – at the same time, you can't be that person who one meal – yeah. It's going to ruin your entire cheat fucking day. diet. It's cheat day, they call it. One <laughs> meal that you miss. I mean, come it's on. It's you cheat know? day. You, you, you got to live a life at some point. Cheating every day, man. I'm cheating every day. No, it's, there's no way to live. Like I said, <laughs> some of these people, and they got to tell you about it. Like, it's, that's the worst part. Like, if you, and obviously that's a whole nother topic. We've been down that road with social yeah. media before. But yeah, it's just, just, if you're going to do it, do it makes you happy. But you got to tell people. It's not working if you're not letting people know. What the diet you're on? What's the secrets? People gotta know, Burke. Yeah, you gotta tell them. If you don't post it, it's not happening, right? Dude, <laughs> fuck a diet. Just eat some vegetable. Eat a good amount of vegetables. Yes. Eat some fruits. Get yep. a little meat where you can, yep. and fucking don't eat too much of any one thing. Yes, even if it's potato chips, eat some potato chips. That's yep. fine. Just have one or two handfuls, yeah. and then call it good. Don't eat a fucking whole bag like I do. The glutton that I am. Well, that's what's crazy. So at the radio station, we got all the our honor guys doing the thirty ten weight loss for life, mm-hmm. and and I heard that's a spend. I mean, it's a spendy way monthly budget, you know. But and they and they provide the food and meals for you. But at the same time, I don't want to eat space food. For a couple months, you know what I mean. After a long ass day at work, you know, you come home, you're tired. I don't want to literally eat space food. Throw MREs, it in the <laughs> meals ready to eat. No, I, it, that doesn't sound appealing. It just it sounds miserable. Like I said, there's not enough miserable stuff to deal with on a week to week basis. Right? Nothing sounds more miserable and more disgusting than a Swanson's <laughs> microwave dinner. Right? Like that's a long ass day. Right? It's just horrific to it's, me. It's, it's, that's horrific to me. How long ago was this even made? Exactly. How long ago were these peas packaged in this little fucking <laughs> container that I don't even know what the hell is going on in here? The dessert, yeah, they'll have like the little brownie and. Uh, <laughs> oof. 
Yeah, so, hey, live a little, you know? I know. I see those in the, in the store. You see the hungry mans. It's like, man, what what guy is getting the hungry man dinner every night? A, like A fat tub of shit there's that has be no self There's got to be a certain demo, right? There's got to be, like, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's probably an older demo, but I, I, I went every more, every time I'm in the freezer aisle and I walk by, I look at those. I'm like, man, they've been selling these for years, so they know people are buying them. Like, and I know a my ton. grandma, I think she used to have those meals like back in the day a little yeah. bit, but I, I, well, Hey, everybody has emergencies. Yeah. You know, there's absolutely. an emergency where you're like, I, I need a meal in four minutes. <laughs> I, I need a complete meal in four minutes. I'm a fucking in a hurry. You know, that's fine. But yes. I, I actually, it's funny that you brought that up and it's funny that you say that because, um, I was at the gym the other day mm-hmm. and they have these little inspirational quotes oh, yes. in the lockers, which uh, in bar- the lockers. I'm, yeah. In the lockers. Like you open the locker the, and, yeah, and, then a and it's a little magnet up there. Yeah. They got a little be, be yourself today. <laughs> something along those lines. And it's like, and I'm torn, you know, cause it's like, it's kind of corny, but at the same time, it's kind of good. It's like inspirational message. And then it's like, Oh, that's great. Thanks. Locker. That's been sneezed in. <laughs> I appreciate Just that. motivation there. Yeah. But no, they did have one that said, uh, it did say that, um, Eating you are well. What you eat. <laughs> eat, eat. No, it said eating well is a form of self-respect. Hey, you know that's it, true. That's though. having respect for yourself is not putting bullshit yeah. into your body constantly. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, that's the thing. I just people are crazy. I mean, they think they they think, oh God, you know, I'm having pizza every day and beer every night, and why don't you know why don't I look good? Well. <laughs> I mean, I can help you. I, I mean, I give you two guesses. You might only need one. You know, it's 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 one of those. It, it blows me away. But yeah, at the same time, I don't know. I feel like it'd be one way though. That either you work out every day, a couple days, you know, two days, you know, twice a day, whatnot. Do what you got to do, or eat healthy, you know, and, and do the route. But to do them both, you really got to be hardcore mm-hmm. to to have that commitment to be. And it's the food prep part, Berg. That's what yeah. it is. If I was a rich millionaire. I, I, we had our own chef. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yeah, I'd love to eat healthier, but that's the thing. Yeah. It's so damn expensive. Yeah, to eat, go to Whole Foods. Go mm-hmm. to it's ridiculous. Yeah. So you could always try blueapron.com. <laughs> blueapron.com. You guys, meals ready to go. Use the code word Emerald City. Use the curd bird code Use Emerald the code. City. There's different meals. The Saskatchewan chicken to die for. You guys, all right. Use the code word Emerald City. Ten percent off your yep. first order. First order. Yeah. Perfect. No, I Come know. In. It, it 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 is though, man. It is, and and that's and that's what makes it hard about eating healthy. Is yeah. it does take a little bit of work. Yeah. I mean, if you want to put a good salad together. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's hard because yep. that'd be insensitive of me and rude, yeah. but it does take a little bit of work to dice up all that stuff, to get the can veggies, I, clean them question? up, this and that. Here's a big question when it comes to that. Are you a leftover guy? I think, uh, and I'm sure it depends on the food. Cause mm-hmm. like for me and Laura, that's one of our problems. We're picky and we're both not leftover mm-hmm. people. Like it's just something yeah. about nuking it in the microwave. It, it doesn't taste the same mm-hmm. to me. There's, I mean, some people like pizza the next day, and I, I can't stand pizza the next day yeah. after it's been in the fridge all night. The cheese is like plastic to me. Yeah, it's uh, terrible. But it's I feel terrible. like we waste a lot of food that way. I mean, because people mm-hmm. make enough, you know, you make, yeah. you got leftover. And there's certain things, there's a few, you know, slim things. Yeah. But Tony, yeah. I'm going to school you on being a bachelor here. <laughs> Help me out here. It's going to make you completely reconsider <laughs> your relationship. All right. I'm all ears. Earful in the Emerald City, baby. <laughs> when, when you're cooking for one, just yes. yourself. Yes. Yes, it can be depressing. Okay, <laughs> it can be tough at times. Yes, it it might be hard, but sometimes you got to go and just make a bunch extra. Yeah, because it's like I don't know if I'm gonna want to cook tomorrow. Yeah, and when you don't have that person, that decision maker <laughs> in your life telling you, "Hey, hey, numb nuts, we need food. This thing is gonna fucking die if we don't eat. If we don't feed it, what what's for what's the food? 
You know, if we don't have that, you you lose your motivation to cook sometimes. And <laughs> when you have a little something waiting in your back pocket, yeah. the little leftovers from the night before, that can go a long way for you when you're not feeling it the next day and nobody's there to keep you honest and yeah. be like, hey, come on, let's do something legitimate here. Yeah. No, I, well, I was going to say, I feel like with me and Laura, I every day when we call each other at lunch every day, it's or whenever we talk to each other, it's the same damn question every single day. What are we having for dinner? What's for dinner tonight? Who's cooking? You know what I mean? And it's, I think I read, I saw a meme somewhere. It's like marriage is literally getting married and then asking your spouse or husband what you want for dinner, you know, until you die. And I feel like that is so spot on. Like, it's just like, what, what do we do for dinner? Who wants to cook? Are it's you something cooking? we both have to have. We have to deal with this. Yep. It's a, it's an everyday thing, but, that, and that's another thing too. I feel like we are, we never go out to dinner. Like we're like, it goes back to maybe the, the limited options with the gluten-free stuff with Laura. But mm. I feel like compared to most couples, like most couples go out to eat like twice a week. I feel like maybe three times a week we yeah. go out like once every two weeks, maybe twice yeah. a month. Like it's, but I think kind of the, depressing, I but think with we're a lot cool of, with it. Yeah. I think with a lot of them though, I think it's, um, I think it's laziness. Yeah. I think it's laziness. I think they don't sure. figure. I mean, again, it does take some energy yeah. to make that good food every yep. weekend, week out and be faithful, at least on those weekdays, five days a week. I mean, you're talking 45 minutes yeah. to an hour to make that good solid meal. Yeah. But the thing is, is after you do that for yourself, you get a good feeling after that. Yeah. You feel like, see, that was a meal that had just what I needed, had yeah. all the things that I needed and nothing else, nothing crazy. Yep. And I even enjoyed it a little bit. Yeah. And it felt good to prepare it, you know? Mm-hmm. So no doubt about that. Yeah. That's so Laura, she, she's the, she's the gluten free. She's though, the huh? gluten free, but yeah, I yeah. feel like we, we, we got a pretty good balance of who cooks when we get home. Like I yeah. said, we're both not the best cooks. We're not the worst cooks. Like, yeah. But at the same time, like you talked about, I try to try to eat somewhat healthy, like Monday through Thursday, and then it goes all out the fucking door, Friday through Sunday. Yeah. It's just the, it's just a continuous cycle. Yeah. But it, that, but hey, but you know, five out of seven, do? five out of seven. Yeah, that, that's that's not a terrible percentage. That's not that's you're, not, you're not bad. You're not doing terrible there. Okay, yeah. it's not tough. <laughs> I got to make an admission to you, Tony. All right, I got to no. come. What is it? What? I love your wife. <laughs> I'm in love with She's your wife. She's a pretty good one, isn't I, she? I, I love her. I love her. We get going. We, we, I, we hung out uh, this past Friday. Yeah. We get going. We start this conversation, and it's literally from from the jump. Yeah. It, we're just off to the races, you know. And there's like no looking back here. We're just going at it. But me and her were talking, and you know, we got into the kid talk, yeah. and you know, new parents and stuff. And and she was kind of probing me a little bit, yeah. and asking me, and I was like, yeah. yeah, you know, I've been thinking about it. And <laughs> when was, are you gonna have kids, bro? Yeah, when are you gonna and, get married? And I and I was telling her, you know, I was like, I was like, well, it's like I, I think about it, and yeah. it's like. I think of the struggles and the hardships that my bloodline, my interest, most of them, I don't even fucking know. Yeah. Most of them, I don't even know, have no clue what their story was, what yeah. their struggle was, what life was like for them. Yep. But I think all the shit that they went through yeah. to get to this point, and then me, I'm going to be here and just be like, um, <laughs> no, I'm good on that. I'm good on that, actually. I want to smoke weed all day long <laughs> whenever I can and not have to worry about it, You know, no matter yep. how hungover I am. Yep. Sit in my underwear on the couch, watch Netflix. <laughs> no, I'm good. I don't want to have to keep another human alive. It's like it's going to end like that? That's going to hey. be the end of it? Every book's different, my man. Every <laughs> every book is different. Don't justify that shit. You know that's ridiculous. <laughs> Some have longer chapters than others, you I know? know? And it's crazy. And it's like and I look and I look back it's like it's like that's what what's your what's your legacy going to be? Yeah, I mean, you kind of think of that. Like, what is your legacy going to be? And it's like I've asked my mom that question, yeah. and she says, "Well, you know, I had three great, amazing kids. <laughs> you know, they were awesome, and this and that." And, and I'm just like, 
You're banking on this as your legacy? <laughs> All the pressure's this on is, you, Berg. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm not even banking on this. <laughs> I'm not even banking on this as my legacy. I'm, that's why I'm considering a kid, yeah. is I need something else to count on yeah. here. You need a buddy around, Something right? to pass it on to. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. You know? No. But it has changed a little bit for me, though. I got to yeah. say, like, the way I've looked at children in the last, like, two or three years. You and me like, were talking about adulting. Like, now that we've yeah. hit 30, like, it's it, – it, there's a whole different ball game, and I, I tell all my all our buddies who are just recently hit the dirty thirty. I literally say it's what it is is you flip a switch yeah. from 29 years old and 11 months, and yeah. you know how many you start minutes playing the long game. You hit thirty, and everything changes. Like I was saying about being sore, doing you know your body is not okay with doing stuff anymore. You need to stretch out before bowling. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I mean that that's the worst part of it. But you're right, things get a little bit different. We hit thirty now, and and we look about you. We were talking about what the hell our 401ks look like are we saving up for retirement like yeah are we doing it sorry enough? laura yeah. i don't care about that right now but i realize i have to care about that right now you know i've like said i, I got mm. a little one to worry about Otherwise now i think of her behind. future and yeah. like you said so Maybe it speeds things college. up it does but everybody's different Bert. that's the, that's what i love about it man some people can have kids when they're like 21 and they're great with it and yeah. some people wait till yeah. they're like 35 like mm. it's you know? And that's life on this planet. It's like yeah. everybody goes at their own pace. Exactly. But what, the worst what works is for you. Laura wasn't pressuring you now, right? Like cause that's what I always give her. No, 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 no. one like don't be telling no. people to have kids and get married. Like no. for us, I mean, we fucking dated since we were God, fifteen years old, Berg. No. I can't even. We don't even have an anniversary. We've been together so long. But I know <laughs> when we were sitting there, everyone's like, I obviously Laura. She was the one that we pushed for marriage. She was right, and she's right about everything. Like I said, that's the cool part. She yeah. she was ready to get married before I was. I was scared as hell. We mm -hmm. did it, or sorry, moving in together first off. Yeah, she was pushed it. I was scared as hell. We did it. It was easy. It was great. Yeah. Same thing with marriage. I was like, God, we've been together forever, but all these people were pushing and asking. You know, we've been together for so long. Yeah. When are you getting married? When 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 yeah. you getting the ring on? You know, but. We did it. It was fantastic. Same with, you know, having Emma, you know, she was ready. And I was like, ah, yeah. we had her. It's been fantastic. So well, I don't know. Women must know or maybe my wife just knew. But yeah. Well, it's, it's like you said, you, you, you put your faith in somebody. You're going to let them make some decisions, yep. a certain amount of the decisions. And you yep. say, it's a little scary. Yeah. You know, you're, you're giving up your sovereignty a little bit. Yep. But you say, listen, let's figure this out. I mean, I trust you. Yes. And uh, I know you're going to do us right yep. because we're a team now. No, you and said that's it's what it's a team. About. It's team effort. Yeah. It's team you effort. You guys are on the same team now. And the best part, too, everyone asks, God, how long you guys have been together for so long? What's the secret? I said, literally, the secret we give each other some independence. Yeah. Like we're not the couple. We've never been the couple that has to be joined at the hip yeah. every two seconds. Oh, we can't breathe if we're not together. I'm texting her and calling her. Where are you? What's going? Like yeah. we've never been Just like that. Have a little Do faith. yourself. Have a You're little okay. Faith. We, we spend plenty of time together. Yeah. We live together. Yeah. <laughs> we wake up next to each other every morning. Like if I got if, if I got want to go with the boys for the weekend. She's not stressed yeah. out. Yeah, that's a. If we can make it. Key. If we can make it work, you know. <laughs> People ask me a lot. This both a lot. If it works for the team, yep. You know, it's, it's gonna be a lot of good effort. here. Yep. Maybe a little bad here. <laughs> yes. Does the good here outweigh the bad over here? You know. Yeah. And, and that's and for me personally, that's been a problem yeah. with some of my exes. Is yeah. Like, I I feel like we're not on the same team. Like yeah. I feel like I'm 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 willing to give it to you. I mean, maybe there's certain aspects where I neglect and mm -hmm. I don't realize that. But yeah. I feel like I'm willing to. It's like, hey, listen, what's mine is yours. Yep. We're we're team us now. Yes. I mean, we're in this together. Okay. Yeah. If you do better, I do better. If you do bad, then I, I'm going to feel some pain too. Yep. And, and that's just how it goes. You well, know, you got to make each other better. And that's the thing. Cause I've always been in the past. I've always been terrible with money. 
I've been, and Laura's not been. I mean, she's been real good with money. She's frugal. She, she's changed me in, in enough ways, you know, where it's like it's definitely an, an interesting thing. But it's also one of those one of those deals where you know, as long as we've been together, like I said, you got a yin and yang. And I think for us doing the yin and yang in five years ago, Berg, like I said, I'd get a paycheck and I would look to see how fast I could burn that money. Now I'm like, okay, all right, you know, we can put a little away here. I don't need to go, you know, buy, you know, buy this or whatnot. But we still have our battles. For instance, she's oh, and like I said, love her to death. Quick story: she went and went with the one ply toilet paper, Costco size. She even, I'll give her a little credit too. She didn't mean to do it on purpose, but she, you know, saving a few bucks. And and Berg, it's been the never-ending roll of toilet paper. I feel like we've had it for like nine months in our house. It won't go away. It's like a plague. It you can't get rid of it. We, I have better ass paper at my work than at home right now and so but that's just a little bit story there's been a lot of other things that she's done good but i've we've come to realize that like you said you work as a team you're going to change each other there's things that i do she doesn't like things that she doesn't you know mm-hmm. you just gotta you gotta have the have the balance that's you, it you said it perfectly man you said it perfectly you gotta have somebody who wants to make you better yes you know right and, and you and you gotta want to make that person better too yep you know you got to embrace the fact that this person is going to push you a little bit sometimes. Sometimes yep. maybe when you don't want it. Absolutely. Sometimes maybe you don't want it, but they're going to push you to be a better person. Yep. Because that's because that's what I want. I that's what I want from my spouse. Yeah. You know. I don't 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 agree with me every single time. Yeah. No. Tell me I'm an asshole when I need to tear. Oh, yeah. Tell me when I'm off basis. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I need to hear that shit. Somebody needs to keep me in check. That's what we're doing. We're yep. we're yinning and we're yanging. Yep. You know. You 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 check me here when I'm out of line, and I'm going to check you too oh, yeah. when you're getting a little crazy with that thing that you do. I mean, you know it. Oh yeah. No. I mean, and that's the thing because she in. Obviously, she's into sports. I'm into sports. We got a lot in common, but she's so competitive. And her family is kind of, we just in Arizona. I've done so many trips with her family through the years now, and her three brothers. Everything is a goddamn competition with that family. I mean, everything. I mean, I can't even. I mean, literally, if you you lose, you're out. You suck. Everyone makes fun of you, and that's the culture I married into, and it's fun, you know. So at the same time, that's where we can call each other out. No one's gonna get hard feelings about it, but I just feel mm-hmm. bad for some of my some of my buddies through the years that I've had some of these just awful ass girlfriends that, like I said, are trying to control everything, that are trying to run. And I noticed at the beginning of the show, Laura runs everything <laughs> to an extent, but there's a different side of running everything and trying to, you know, willing, change someone. You're willing to give up some sovereignty, you know? <laughs> willing to, yeah. That's the elegant way to put it. Yeah. But I, yeah, it, it just sucks to see buddies, like I said, who just lose their identity, who change for the girl. And, and even when you and all your buddies know, God, man, she freaking sucks. Yeah. Or, and yeah, he can't see it's it's tough yeah. to watch, especially this someone you like. You know, this buddy person's is. crazy, yeah. and oh. you're making him change. Oh yeah, when he was already a good guy. Oh my, he God. was already a great guy. Oh yeah, it's you know? it's scary to see that there's some females out there like that that are just they're in it for one thing themselves and nothing else matters. And it's and like you said, when you see a buddy of yours that will change for her, and it's someone that sucks like that, you're just like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you do? He going. Yeah, he going? and maybe my willingness, yeah, to not get sucked into that and yeah. take that route, maybe yes. that has what has kept me and my girlfriends from. Well, being Berg, on the let same me ask you this: you're talking, I mean, who knows? You're, you're talking about the bachelor life, and you're talking mm-hmm. to a guy who's been with the same girl for almost 15 <laughs> years or more. I mean, I've lost count, but I think of trying to be single this day and age, it'd be like, my God, like with all the with Tinder and everything like that. 
what is that like online dating is it is it, i mean i'm i'm being serious right now mm-hmm. how stressful can that be because i feel like i'm a guy too i've never been one guy to think that you're just gonna go meet the girl of your dreams in a bar maybe you will and obviously people have mm-hmm. but nowadays with where we're at with social media and everything like that i feel like people are like you're only gonna have a chance to get matched up with someone online or some you know app or something like that and yeah. to me like I'm a guy who's never gone on a blind date even. And I was like, I feel like that's so much more traditional and I could do that over trying to meet someone off Tinder or trying to, you yeah. know, do some app related yeah. deal. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's a whole, the game has changed obviously in the it last is, 10 it, years. It has completely changed. And, and I'm, I'm asking you, I'm being no, and again, and I'm, and I'm actually, and this time I'm going to make you feel better about being in your <laughs> yes. relationship. Am I okay? This time I'm making you feel better. I was trying to make you feel worse before. Um, all that is just yeah. a bunch of silly noise. Yeah. That's all that is, is a bunch of silly noise. Mm-hmm. Like you see all these apps, Tinder, yeah. Bumble, all this stuff. Yeah. It's, it, it's nothing. It's nothing. Nothing, nothing worthwhile mm-hmm. comes from that situation. Yeah. When you can sit on your couch like a fat ass, mm-hmm. eat an entire pizza to yourself and just have to swipe right yeah. to potentially have the chance to fuck some chick. <laughs> <laughs> you're there's you're not talking about Netflix and chilling. That's once you get her here. No, yeah. There's nothing special that's yes. going to come from that. Yeah. You're, you're not going to have a lasting connection. You're not going to yep. have something meaningful, worthwhile, something that gives a damn. That's not. I mean, maybe you might bang some random chicks. Mm-hmm. So if that's what you want, yeah, I, I guess so. Yep. But it seems like a lot of the girls that are on there are just looking for some attention. Yeah. And, you know, guys to hit up to I make themselves feel like, too, feel I, better. The best is I'm a guy that's never been on Tinder. I've seen my friends do it. I love when they have a group photo on there and I'm assuming that they're going to be the ugly one in the group photo. If, if someone's using not a single photo on Tinder, if they're showing a group, mm-hmm. right? Well, at yeah. least I figured that part out. Yeah. But that's because I, the one thing I remembered when I was up at Western, I had a, a comm class communication class. It was like 285 interpersonal communication. One, uh, the, I never forget this is professor. He had us in a big auditorium, probably like 300 people in the class. And he goes, it's the first day of class. He goes, I want you, everyone in this room right now to raise your hand if you're in a relationship. And I'd say like over half the room raised their hand. He goes, all right, here's what your homework is then tonight. Go home and break up with them and call it good. And everyone's just kind of like, wait, what? What is he talking about? And he goes, and here's why. He's like, right now, and it was more juniors and seniors in this class. He goes, you guys are literally about ready to graduate here in a few years. And your network goes from here for the folks at home. I'm putting my arms wide for Berg. Very wide. Goes from here to here, really small, small. Once you graduate, and he's like, so right now when you're in college or you know around this network of people, you need to be out there seeing what's out there. He's like, because once you graduate and get into that real world, it gets so fine tuned where literally you are probably going to settle with dating someone at your work mm-hmm. or finding someone at yeah. a bar. He's like, and that's tough. He's like, so my only advice to you is once you graduate and get out there, and this is way before social media now. This is back in 2009 or eight, so before it really blew up. He's like, my advice is to put yourself out there. You've got to go and take a fucking pottery class or go take, you know, dance lessons, salsa lessons, like things you wouldn't normally do to put yourself out of an yeah. ordinary so you can meet these new people. Because like I said, when you're in college and all that, you've got all these networks and friends of friends it's it's infinite. Yeah. But once you get in the chamber, once you get into the real world, unless you want to try to meet a girl at a bar or a guy at a bar, you got to put yourself out there. Now mm-hmm. I feel like that might yeah. that advice might change with it, all these it apps. Changes a little bit, but no, you're right. You got to put yourself out there. Right. You got to make yourself open for that. Who's shit been married to happen. pretty much for the last 15 years? Yeah. This is what I'm hearing. You got to be open to have that yeah. shit happen. You're not going to find again. You're not going to find love sitting on your fucking couch. 
Okay, it's not gonna happen. I don't care. Or how, TV reality. How TV. many times she texts you back? Even if she gave you a naked pic, doesn't matter. You're not gonna find it. You gotta get out there, give yourself opportunities, get in the real world, and yeah, put yourself in a situation where that can happen. And people, and now people are getting lazy because of that. Yeah. You know, people don't have the skills like you. Like you need to go out there in the real world and actually talk to people face to face. Like you're never gonna make that kind of connection over the internet. It's yeah. it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And you know, people just want that quick come up. They want to get get what they want. You gotta. Get, get it quick, and yeah, you're never going to find anything meaningful, mm-hmm. and it's just, yeah, you don't want to. I mean, It just and, seems like a lot of work. <laughs> it is. and You know, I mean, like you said, coming again, from yeah, a guy you, who's been in the opposite world. You spend a lot of time, world. potentially, and it might not be for anything. Yep. Might not be, it might be for nothing. Not even, not even to meet a real person. Yeah. You know, you're just messaging some, maybe, catfish? maybe person, <laughs> maybe about not. getting catfished? Yeah, possibly, you know. <laughs> That's I mean, thing, man. No. You never know what's available. But, so... You, you gotta you gotta give your it's a it, it's a numbers game like yeah. you said I mean and and right? I, and I hear the guy's like point to be. and it sounds crude but then you know what he breaks it down and you're like well maybe it's not that crazy <laughs> yeah maybe it's not that crazy now that you think about it and, and I was one I was with Laura at the time so I was one of the one that married that one so I was like yep like, oh, we're in. <laughs> I rolled the dice. I I rolled the dice. What a crazy guy. The best was all the girls' reaction in that room. I was looking around and the professor and they're all just like, oh, is he serious? Bro, go home and break yeah. up with my boyfriend? <laughs> no. He's been so good to me. Who is this guy? Yeah. yeah. No, but it but it but it is. I mean it, I mean, here's the thing. Okay, you said finding somebody to bar. Not the first I'm not saying place. anything's wrong with that. No. You're definitely not wrong It's with not that. the first place you want to find somebody, though. Probably it's not the first place you want to find somebody. <laughs> I was somebody. say most likely not. That's just no. me. But. but that being said, it doesn't mean there's not good people that go to bars. Yeah. You're a good person. Yeah. You go to the bar sometime. Yeah. You know? It's not cra- It's not impossible yeah. to run into a good person at the bar. Yeah. It just is. Sometimes people go to the bar. Yeah. That being said, that doesn't, that doesn't want to be your main stomping ground where you're looking for the main potential. Yeah. You know? You, you want to find something more in your real life. Something that... Yeah. Is a part of what you do, who you are. I mean, that's mm-hmm. where you have any kind of long-term ca- compatibility. And you're saying about you two. I mean, yeah. you guys are both competitive. I yep. mean, honestly, that's something you can get around. You're pushing each other. Like oh. you said, just pushing each other to be just a little bit better. Just do a little bit if better. Emma, if time. Emma doesn't get a full ride scholarship somewhere, Berg, we're going to disown her. And Ooh, yeah, <laughs> no, she's in trouble. She'll no, be in I, trouble. I feel bad because I feel like at her age, she should be watching nothing but cartoons and whatnot in Sesame Street. And all she does is watch sports with us. So we'll see how that we'll see how that one turns out <laughs> no shame over already. here no shame over here yeah no kidding but <laughs> yeah no i just i think it's crazy i mean i i mean we'll tie a bow on this one but yeah i i just i look at kids now and i yeah and i see them and i'm like before i was at you get kind of aggravated or agitated yeah. you know, when you're mid early 20s and you see like a, a eight-year-old or nine-year-old like, Ugh, <laughs> stupid kids god kids are so lame yeah like, it's all about me still you know <laughs> yeah, that whole mentality and now it's like a little older it's like i see i see a kid and it's like i want to like show them something cool or like yeah. teach them something yeah. like hey well i wonder if i can blow this kid's mind or like yeah. or like pull some kind of joke or prank on him and make him yeah. laugh you know or something yeah. kind of kooky like that like like my like my new job. There's a, there's this uh, girl at this grocery at this um, grocery store, and mm-hmm. she sits outside. I don't, I've seen her a couple times. She just she reads her book at the side yeah. of, of the grocery store. I'm at, and I see her, and yeah. I saw her today, and I'm yeah. messing around, BSing with her, you know. Yeah. And again, yeah, it's like I see this girl. She's a nice girl. She interacts with me. She you know she'll talk to me a little bit. It's like I'm just trying to be nice to yeah. her, and and, uh, and but. And I see her and I'm just like, I just want to show her something cool like yeah. that she doesn't know. Yeah. I, I've seen that transition in mm-hmm. myself even. You know? Yeah. And uh, 
But yeah, we we were riffing. It blows was... me away too, thinking of our, how different we were growing up and how they're having to force kids to go outside now and do stuff where we back in the day would be outside playing baseball or football or whatever the hell doing until the yeah. sun came down, having our parents yeah. run in to grab yeah, your us. Mom back. Get in here, Tony! Like, you I know. all night. And I'm we... not gonna whip your butt. <laughs> I will. I will take the shit out of you. And we still had video games too. I mean, we were playing Nintendo and Sega and all that, but. Nowadays, it's it, it's crazy to think, yeah, that kids have a whole different battle to go on. And, and parents, like I said, for us, with me and Laura, when Emma, I mean, obviously, we're going to deal with it here soon enough, you know, when she gets older. And, and I feel like that's why we love sports, because that's going to get her outside enough where we're not, like, having to force her to go outside and, and play with people and whatnot. But, it, yeah, it blows me away. Hell, obviously, times have changed, but just seemed a little more simpler back in the 90s for us where you know just yeah. things were just a little bit easier yeah. this day and age you can't say anything Bert. Oh, can't, can't say, say anything oh dude speaking of saying anything i saw this girl you know i, yeah. I riffed her a little bit i gave her some i gave her a free bag of chips yeah. i had in the car i'm like hey try the you try these like, no, 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 try these they're good I, i'm getting ready to leave i'm like all right uh i'll see you next thursday <laughs> and then i was like driving home doing my thing and i was and i was like thinking to myself did i just subtly call that teenager creep. a cunt <laughs> Can I just call her and see you next Thursday? <laughs> like, oh, yep. God. Speaking of not being able to say anything. Like, can't say shit. anything, Berg. You yeah, can't me- say anything. Yeah. Needless to say, yeah, she took off right after that. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> like she did. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's, yeah, it's just, it's just funny, like the transition I've seen yeah. in myself, you know? And, yeah. And like I said, again, you just, you start thinking about your legacy. You know, well, you start thinking about your legacy, like what, what's going to live on after you. I'm telling you, in 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 Laura, we've talked about this. Like, I uh, I'm not one to looking to have four, five, six kids, not even close. But you're talking about a legacy, and we we were talking about pressure earlier. Well, I'm in a situation too where Gardner, my last name, lives and dies on if we have a boy. <laughs> like, and Laura knows that because we she knew I was like, oh, I think we're good to have one. And I've told her, hey, we'll have two. Boy and girl would be perfect. And she keeps asking me, so Tony, you know, what happens when we have another girl and another girl? And <laughs> are we just going to keep having them until we get a gardener? And I was just like, oh, my God. And I thought about it, you know, and I'm like, I'm not, we're not having that many kids. But yeah. I think I hate to say it. If my if the if I'm the last gardener, well, God damn it. I'm going to try to go out on, on top and, and do that. But I'm not going to try to have 10 kids until we pop out a boy. Yeah. I'm sorry, Laura. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. But. I think about that too, because yeah, my, my dad he was talking to me about. It. I'm like, he's like, yeah, you're the last gardener here, you know. Grandpa's gone, and this is it. it. I got no, I'm an only child, you know. Mm-hmm. Which so for me, yeah. and obviously, I grew up as an only child, and yeah. whole different dynamic compared to Laura growing up with three brothers. Because that's what when we were in uh, Arizona a couple weeks ago at this timeshare for a week. You know, we had the own kitchen set up and everything, so we like, hey, we went out to dinner a few times, but we went and bought food, you know, for the week in this house. Yeah, I couldn't believe how much how fast this food goes. You know, just and no one's eating an absurd, you know, an enormous amount of food. I'm just, you know, I'm just not used to that. You know, yeah. seeing a, a gallon of milk go, you know, in an hour, it's just like, like, holy shit, damn. yeah, what happened there? <laughs> holy yeah. cow, that doesn't happen at my house, you know, yeah. back, you know. So it's it's one of those things, but yeah, I, leaving a legacy, you you're right. It's, back to our conversation tough. of getting to thirty, and you, yeah. you start thinking about these things and. Yeah. Hangovers last in four days, you know. Yeah. And dri- <laughs> you want to kill yourself? Yeah, no, it's 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 tough, man. Like yeah. you say, that game is ri- that's a risky game. You it know, is the, the the 
do we play till we get there <laughs> game? You know, do we play till we Laura's get... in for that. I, yeah. I was like, well, no, no, I, no. She, she was saying that to me too. <laughs> oh. I was like, I was like oh, well, slow, slow down here. Slow down was here. only Listen, six yeah, months. Six, six months here. Come on. We don't even know what's going to happen. What kind of changes are oh, coming here? Oh my gosh. Bro. Like I said, it's been such an adjustment. And like I said, mm. it's been awesome. It's been so damn fun. It's yeah. been, it's so, nothing's better than coming home at the end of a shitty day. And having your girl smile at you, you know yeah. what I mean, and making yeah, a little pfft, fart noise yeah. at her, and she'll yeah. just smile. Like that's the best part, you know. But yeah. I've been so goddamn exhausted, Burke, <laughs> these last six months. So is Laura, yeah. and I'm just and I and we have even a couple friends that have uh, two kids, and I see the look on their faces and see how tired they look. And I just am like, I can barely function on a day-to-day level right now with just one. I'm barely hanging I'm in there. I'm adjusting. I know, Berg, like I texted you yesterday. I think I gave you the words, don't have children. It was my exact text to you after everything <laughs> fell through the crapper yesterday. And, and Emma is puking everything. Like, it's, I was joking, obviously, with tongue-in-cheek. But it was, uh, it, it just, it's, a, it's a game changer. But at the same time, I think at the end of the day, I'm not going to blow my brains out if we're not going to have a gardener and the name's not going to live on. Like, yeah. I'm gonna well, do my best to, to leave. If, it, if I'm the last one, like mm-hmm. I said, I'm gonna do my best yeah. to plant the flag and well, here's, call and here's, it good. Yeah, and here's the thing: even if you have another, even if you do get the son you want, there's no guarantee that he's yep. gonna have a kid, oh. and then it's gonna be another son. So exactly. it's like you can't. You gotta have your plan. What are we? Are we going one? Yeah, we going one. Are we going two? <laughs> or are we? Are we three? Are, I mean, don't let's not think about three. What about two first? Hold on, let's yeah. talk about you know, and then you got to go from there because yeah. And you got to just hope for the best. See, and what scares me, Brett, Laura's all about Google searching everything. Like uh-huh. she's just always, you know, finding, you know, and that's her brothers do the same thing. I'm not, I'm not into that, even though I know we got all the information right at our phone. Mm-hmm. So she'll Google everything. And so the, this is a little side story. When Emma, one of her ultrasounds, she literally looked like a demon in this ultrasound. Like her face was pressed up against like Laura's side. I don't know. And she looked hideous. Mm-hmm. And Laura looked at me. I mean, this was two months or three months before she was born. We thought we were going to have the ugliest looking baby alive just off this ultrasound. And she, Laura had the audacity to Google ugly baby ultrasounds. Is it a real, and, and it was a thing. Um, obviously you can Google everything, but no, it's, it, it's one of those deals where I, I hope that, She's not secretly Googling things that she needs to be eating right now that'll help us, you know, create a boy here, you know. Because yeah. obviously you can find anything on the internet. And we always said the internet wins, right? This It, it, does, it always does. <laughs> always Every does. Every single time. God damn it does. Point. Internet won. <laughs> Everybody else, zero. Oh, Michael Jordan yeah. crying face, man. You know, you know what it is? It's um, apparently, this is what I've read. I've only read a couple of articles yeah. on the subject. But um, apparently, like... The, the sperm that creates boys is kind of lazy. Really? So, yeah. So something weird like that. Yeah. So you, you got to make sure that you got a full pack of black powder <laughs> in your musket. Make ready sure to, they're swimming strong. Ma- ready to go. Yeah. So, so you got to take, when you decide, you know, you say, okay, yep. we're going to go for it. Yep. We're going to go for it. Because there's going to be things to follow. I know, I, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, and again, this is a process. This isn't just a one day, <laughs> hey, we're rolling around. You, yeah. you want to go for it? Right yep. Yeah. No, yeah. you, you got to build into it. It's taking yep. a while. Give it a week. Okay, give it a week. Yep. Don't you know? Okay. Don't fire off Let any me write shots. This down. I'm writing this down. Don't Hold hit the range at all. Don't fire off okay. any shots all week long. <laughs> and then once the time comes, you got to give her that pile driver <laughs> position where gravity's on your side as well. Okay, not okay. and not to mention you got, a, down, you got a full clip loaded pile you know, driver, and, and you're ready to go. You okay, know, the, the boys are ready to go at that time. Okay, because then because that's how you get past. Did you that Google? Lazy... Did you Google search this? Yeah, I, I put, like I said, I read a couple articles. All right, you read some articles. Huffington Post has some great uh, stuff on the topic. <laughs> Perfect. It's those lazy. Sperm, I'm gonna leave you know? these in my back the, pocket. Those boys, lazy. Sperm. But just you know, just just 
be just come to terms yeah. with having another girl. Yep. You know, because again, it, I want it, but I love Faith having a girl. A, I, Faith I, has I secretly a weird way was weird you. when Laura's pregnant. I, I secretly, before we knew the sex, I wanted a girl. I don't know what it is. I, it was a weird. I never, obviously, I wasn't thinking about having kids forever, but yeah. once yeah. I started to, the, I was like, you know what? If I'm the guy that's going to be growing up with, with Laura and our fucking cat, Willa, is a female, like if I'm just going to be around nothing but females, I'm okay <laughs> with that. Sick. I yeah. can handle that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I know some people yeah. couldn't do it, but but obviously, if we've got a boy, like, yeah. that's going to be awesome, too. Like, but like you said, it, you can't control all this shit. No. People think you can, well, and you I fucking can't. Well, I mean, there is a pile driver, but. Pile <laughs> I wrote that, the no, pile yeah. driver. No, you wrote yep. it down. I saw it. Yep. That's good. There we go. Yeah. No, it's. And here's the thing like, if you ha- just having the kid. Your your genetic makeup yeah. is moving on to the next round. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna make a, <laughs> a final four reference yeah, here. Yeah. I, you have a kid. Your genetic makeup is yeah. moving on to the lead eight. That's all right. That's you're, true. you're still in the hunt. That's I true. I mean, who gives a shit about the name? That's just the weird thing that we've created yeah. as a civilized society. Is yep. The name. I mean, who gives a shit about the name? The kids. Who knows? The kid, Emma didn't have a name until mm-hmm. like ten hours after she was born. That was probably literally the most stressful part of this really? whole thing. It was figuring out her name, and everybody asked, "What's your name? Where are you guys get? You know, where are we at?" And, what are the top three and da da da? And we, we had, haven't decided. We had no effing clue, Berg. Like it was like that was literally like we had it. Like we we kind of had like a few we liked, but every month or so they would change. We didn't like them, and it, yeah, that was that was brutal, man. But that, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Whole yeah. nother whole, whole nother thing. I looked up baby names. Two thousand sixteen. <laughs> what the baby top names? names? Emma actually was. The Emma top was in. Name for there females. you go. Boom. Boom. Top 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 <laughs> name for males. What top name for males? Noah. 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 That's how you know we're living in a social justice I was wor- world. Say Noah, really? Noah is the top name. <laughs> I read, me? I think one of the name we read uh, in the girl's name, the, the most dramatic dropped like name in popularity in the last like 10 years was Hillary. I don't know how that, that was for a reason or not. <laughs> but <laughs> Hillary apparently was, yeah, that one was that like was the rough. biggest name drop in, in popularity. Like Fuck, We did a lot of yeah, name dude. research, Berg. We did a lot dude, of name. WikiLeaks wasn't a joke. A lot of name. WikiLeaks was <laughs> no, not a joke. It was not. The Russians might have meddled, Jeez. but they exposed some fucking deep, deep <laughs> corruption. Oh, God man. Damn. But, don't name oh, your kids that. Actually, you know what? That's what I've said this on the podcast before, but. That's what one of uh, actually I don't think I have, but I'll, I'll say it. One of my five, we'll go back to the final four here. Yeah, you got a couple names. on if deck. I, if I did, have, you got a couple. You know, it's hey, good to have a hey, few on deck. I got to spend some time during the day. All right, I got time hey. to think about shit. All right, no one's judging you. So what? I don't have a girlfriend yet. Nobody's judging. I can you. still have a kid. My <laughs> sperm's not that lazy. <laughs> lazy sperm, man. No, yeah. one of the top girl names though that I've come up with yeah. is. Uh, is Katrina? Katrina. Katrina. I like. See, I like the exotic side. Of it. I like it. a little bit. I yeah. I like bit. it. Katrina. Yeah. And after the hurricane. Yeah. Nobody was naming their kids that <laughs> shit. All right. There's no. There was a, a precipitous drop off of Katrinas after that shit. Uh, speaking of hurricane, George our buddy, Bush does not like black people. My, our, I know you know our buddy Riley from Bothell. He he's a good buddy of mine, and he was adamant. He says our boy, if we have a boy, we got to name him Hurricane. He feels like the name Hurricane has a lot of strength, a lot of power behind it. What's your take on the name Hurricane for a boy or a girl? One of the too heavy. One of the important parts about name is having like a short or you can go nick- by Kane, right? A if nickname, you, yeah. You could have Kane. Him, that's a, that's, that's short. You can Kane. work with that. Hurricane's bold though. Imagine that in class, He's got big school, in, in elementary. Hurricane Gardner <laughs> is her is Hurricane here? Like, you should see this guy with a hoe. Jesus Christ! His name Hurricane. We went back. I think the last podcast we talked about. I think it was the awful names. K 
Cam Newton naming his kid Chosen Newton. Kanye and Kim, them naming North and all oh, these fucking crazy was names. Was the second? Was it South? Was the second one? No, it wasn't South. I don't even remember. Uh, oh, God, God. It, I don't even remember. But Future's kid, <laughs> Future Junior, Future, Future. <laughs> what if he wants to be a marine biologist <sighs> and his name is Future? What's he gonna do now? Speaking of him, did you see? The, He's gotta. Did you say see, fuck bitches and smoke blunts? All did the you time? see Russell and Sarah's picture? Their paternity picture of Russell. Have you seen that? It, it went online a couple weeks ago. So she's, I don't know how many months pregnant. She did a family photo. Mm-hmm. So it's her standing there. They're all naked. She's holding future against her, right? So his butt's out. She's got her belly exposed, you know, and he's covering her boobs and everything. And then the most awkward thing, Russell is behind him. So it literally looks like his head is up her ass. You can't see his face or anything. You just see his hands over her stomach. Mm-hmm. And the internet ran wild. Like we're talking about, but once again, internet running away with things. But people were just dogging, you know, like Future having his kid there and everything. And then people were making memes with Future's head poking out the side <laughs> of her stomach. Like, what just- the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, don't just... Don't Dude. name your kid a okay. crazy ass name. Just don't it, do it. Come on, come on. Some, there's different about being on. unique and being yes. crazy, right? And those are huge shoes to fill. You know, oh. I mean, I'd, I'd even feel bad naming my kid Rich. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh god, I, I guess I, I got to get to work here. Fuck shit, right? Jesus Christ, I'm rich. I'm yeah. rich. <laughs> I guess so. We'll try. The name holds a lot of power. It does. It does. It, it, I don't want to get. I don't want to get stuck on this. Okay, but I do want to get your quick take on this. Yes. How do you think? Sierra has gone down as a pickup for the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> How has this acquisition gone? Well, here's the deal. I'm, I'm sp- you're talking to a guy, you know, recently married. Uh, obviously, too, you hear in what I noticed, too. Okay, so Russell, who was always everyone clowned on him. I mean, he, he's a goody guy. Uh, he's no time to sleep. First one in, last one out. I noticed once they got engaged, and that was two seasons ago now. So this, she's been in the last two seasons. Yeah. Obviously, I know Russell had a two years ago. He went off there, you know, had a great you know year. He had a slow start last year. He was hurt and whatnot. But I've noticed too, he's can't be working as hard as he was working before he got engaged with her. It, I can see, you know, you can just see it just on his, you know, how active he's on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, that kind of concerned me. But then I noticed people dogging him on his weight the last two years and saying that he's gained weight. And I'm like, well, fuck yeah, he's gained weight. He's gained the baby weight. With Sierra. And Bad you're talking vibe. to a guy when your wife is pregnant for nine months and gets all these crazy food hankerings and is eating ice cream <laughs> and pasta and pizza. You're not going to be the guy that's like, all right, babe, go ahead and you can eat that. And I'm going to have a salad over here. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. going to eat that with you as well. Yeah. So they said, I know you get the freshman 15 in college. That's probably a real thing. And But the the daddy weight coming on, and it, it's a real thing, Berg. I'm telling you, as a as someone who lived it, I didn't want it. But it, it and Russell, it's happened to him. Mm-hmm. So for that matter, I have not been a fan of him getting together. Yeah. Trying to be a celebrity couple, I think, you know, a little, just a little too out there, but I'm not for the PDA, so that's not me. No. Well, I mean, if nothing else, he's got a lot more shit on his mind now. Heck yeah, he does. A lot more shit on his mind. When he was, you know, getting divorced from that other chick, (laughs) he was was probably- cheating with Golden Tate? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's a whole other story. He was probably focused as fuck, you know? He's like, I need a distraction here. I need something to take me away from this, but- Yeah. Like, that's the distraction now taking you, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this is we've speculated on the show before. Yeah, and it's you know it is what it is. You can't tell the guy you can't fucking get married and have a <laughs> wife and kid. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, exactly. and that's the thing we'll too. See. I feel like because because for me the the whole pregnancy period and then and obviously these last six months it's been a blur. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's gone by so quick, but it's been I mean a roller coaster. 
ups and downs. I mean, everything all across the board. But yeah. I feel like now things are, are never going to go back to normal. But I feel like things settled. For me, at least, I feel like the last month or so, things are starting to settle down. I'm kind of feeling yeah. back to a little bit of normal. So I'm hoping the same happens with Russell this year because yeah. obviously they need him. To make a to make a run this year and and obviously hopefully he'll be healthy and yeah. uh but yeah I, I've been a little nervous through the last two years because like I said I, I followed him heavy on Twitter and I'm not seeing as many no time to sleep tweets as, as I used to <laughs> and that makes me a little sweaty Berg on game days it, you know yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's it's just one of those things it's by it's in everybody's life you got to worry about it but yep. uh, yeah I, I mean yeah we'll 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 see what happens here yeah you know we'll see what happens but you you can't dictate it well think of it too look, at, look what's going on with sherm with richard sherman too mm-hmm. i people have been like oh my god look at how he's changed his last couple of years too he's not married yet but he's had kids mm-hmm. he said speaking of crazy names raiden is one of <laughs> he's named raiden. one of his kid raiden i'm pretty sure uh but scorpion yeah it changes you man like i said that, that's the thing it's gonna it's gonna make everybody different somehow and I kind of told myself I, I have to be a little bit different since Emma's been born. Like maybe not. Mm-hmm. I but it, it, there's no getting around that. And I know too. Like everyone, Sherm's been a whole nother topic too. Getting yeah. people getting sick of him opening his mouth and everything, all the craziness this past year. But he's become a dad, you know. And yeah. I, I like I said, speaking of a guy who just became a dad, like yeah. you can, it changes things. Like whether you like it, whether you want it to or not, for the good too. For you know, for some bad. I mean, it just gonna it's a game changer is the best way I can put it. Yeah. Best way I can put it. It's yeah, it's it's just transformative, and it, again, you just have kind of some different priorities yep. here, and shit's just going on. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's 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 a that's a weird one to me. But uh, it, it seems like there's some optimism coming into the season here. It's it seems like it, but it was a weird deal with with Seahawks. Yeah, like I said, I think they last year with the injuries, they they kind of went off the grid there. That was hurting. That was hurting them. And then the distractions. You, we were talking about it earlier. They had so many distractions with Sherman. Michael Bennett opening his mouth. There was too much, and I think people started getting sick of it. I mean, because you're they've been good, but these last two years they haven't been great. And when your team, you can open your mouth and talk shit and yeah. and and be as bl- you know as blatant as they are, but you've got to back it up, and obviously make Super Bowl runs, not be out out, out in the first round. But the thing that pains me, Berg, is I fucking hate our fans in Seattle. I feel like we've got some of the worst fan base just because we're so fair weathered around here. Mm-hmm. We've we've had the short end of the stick for most of the years. I thank God we won that championship with them, you know, not that long ago. Yeah. And they've made the playoffs five straight years. And now it's felt like a decline, you know, because everyone's, you know, used to these expectations. Yeah. But when you're like Sherm did opening your mouth and doing all that shit all that he did last year and then not making the playoffs, people get sick of it. And that it blows me away. I people want him out of town now. And people want them to get rid yeah. of him. And there's talk that Dude, they're the thinking will, about trading him. The mob will turn on you just like that. You yeah, say one and, thing and that I don't they don't blame like, them. Like, they'll turn you, on you. You can't call out your offensive coordinator. You can't call out defensive coordinator. You can't call out Pete's philosophy and, yeah. and do this whole thing with Jim Moore that he you just can't do it. So I hope he's not losing his mind, but it seems like he's been losing his mind a little bit. This, yeah. The two years ago, he didn't say a word, and everyone's like, "Oh, we want Sherm being loud again and whatnot." Yeah, and this year, he did it, and it yeah, was obviously not in the right sides, way. But, but yeah, yeah, no, you, I mean, it's just it's just one of those things, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it gets a little bit crazy sometimes, and yeah, you're right. It's like they went to the playoffs so many times, and yeah. it still kind of seems like a decline. But yep. it's like at the at the same time, I mean, are we gonna? be able to have that same run i mean i they i mean they've got the pieces in place um like I, i'm a fan a lot of people haven't been a fan of the eddie lacy sign and i like it mm-hmm. i think i mean they need that kind of bruising running back god damn i've been way more intrigued with everything that's going on with marshawn 
about him possibly coming back and the how about Raiders moving to Las Vegas and oh don't worry we're going to be the Las Vegas Raiders where we're going to play in Oakland for the next 2 years until the stadium gets built. Did you hear that? <laughs> no, I didn't. That's a little hear that awkward. Yeah, that's a little awkward. That's that's kind of crazy, yeah. But no, we'll see. I, yeah, I don't think Marshawn's coming back. I think he's going to stay retired, but uh yeah, it's it, it it's the Seahawks have been an interesting team the last year or so like I said just being close to them and yeah. you not know, work and whatnot and the last couple months of that season, it just seemed like people were getting sick of them, you yeah. know. And and like I said, they just need to shut their mouths and play, mm-hmm. get back to winning, yeah. and and everything will everything will change. But like I said, I think people are for the first time, and I can't think of how many years are more excited for Mariners baseball than they are for for the yeah. Seahawks, you know, this year. Well, well, like you said about the fans, I mean, I I hate to say it too because it kind of hurts me, but it's they're painful. they're they're fair weather as fuck. It's so bad. They're man. fair weather as fuck. I mean, the most shameful thing that I can see personally yeah. in in my life. I went to that championship game against Green Bay, oh, the NFC Championship game. Leaving. I went to it, it. It was a mass exodus. Yeah, it was a mass exodus before yep. that thing turned around. It, it people were heading for the doors like a kitchen fire had oh, broken yeah. out somewhere. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it was shameful. Yeah. It was shameful. I'm sitting there. I'm like. You fucking idiots! I paid six hundred dollars for these two tickets. Yeah. Okay, I'm sitting through this whole goddamn thing. I don't, I, you know. And I and I yeah. sat there with my buddy, and I said, I was. It literally got so bad that I was like, <laughs> I can't believe I spent six hundred dollars in these two fucking tickets <laughs> for this fucking bullshit. You know, that's all I could think about. Can I tell you one quick story? Mm-hmm. So I have one moment of of that instance, Berg, and I and and Laura, my wife, is gonna never let me live this down until the day I die. So when Griffey's last year with the Mariners, or not the second to last year, his shitty one where he went out and rode off in the sunset, but the his first comeback year was exciting season. We had tickets to go to a game late in the summer. Diamondbacks are in town. He's on the bench. And I was like, fuck. It's like, okay. And they were pretty good seats. And, and the game was a very boring game. It was like, we, Mariners are down 2 nothing the whole game. I was tired. Uh, and I think it was like the eighth inning. And I go, hey, Laura, I go, let's get out of here. And she's always been one of those, like, which I love and respect about her. We're stay, she's always been, we'll stay to the end. I don't care what happens. Mm-hmm. But the first time I've ever done that, and I, like I said, I've always been that guy. I'm staying till the end, Berg. I was ready to go. She talked me into staying. Sure enough, that eighth inning, Griffey comes in and pinch hits the game-tying two-run home run. Mariners win on an extra base hit in the ninth inning. Place was going nuts. It was one of the greatest nights ever. And she, to this day, like anytime I, we hear stories about people leaving, she's like, looks at me and, tell, and reminds me heavily about that game, Berg. But yeah, there's something to say about, yeah. She, she looks at you, gives that look, and she says, this is why I'm making the decisions. <laughs> oh, there you go. This is why I'm That's when I signed here. off on that, on that note, Berg. I said, okay. This is why I'm the boss, yep, motherfucker. You're the boss, All and right. I'll, uh, I'll ride shotgun. Respect me. <laughs> but you're right. No, there's nothing. That, yeah, our just fans are too, and, and I feel like too, the last few years, Finally, the Seahawks have been on the map, obviously winning a Super Bowl, yeah. getting all the players, Sherman, yeah. all the guys we have. And we still have people that are like, oh, they never talk about the Seahawks. They never worry about us. It's just East Coast bias and whatnot. And I don't know. I, 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 get, I, I would say, Berg, in this whole Seattle fan base, I hate to say it, I'm going to say about 65% of the fan base is fair-weathered and awful, and 35 are are, are like us. And yeah. ride or die, don't be like that. I, I don't know. It really it bugs me. It shouldn't bug me as much as it does, but it does. They're the social justice warriors of the NFL. 
Seahawks fans, all right? It's like a competition. <laughs> who can be the most virtuous? Who's who's yes, number one fan? It is. You know? Oh, you oh you look like that. Oh well, I got a flag off the back of my car. Yeah. Oh well, I have the well. Oh well, I have the two flags that go on either side. <laughs> oh really? Well, I have. They a give 12, us a bad name. I have a twelve sticker on the back of my car. It's like, it's not a competition. No. All right. If you like them, you like them. All right. <laughs> Just fucking enjoy it. Yep. It's not a competition. It's. Honestly, at this point, for me, I, I enjoy watching them, whatever. Yeah. For me, it's like a reason to get together with some yep. buddies yep. and just hang out and drink beers for a couple of hours oh, yeah. and eat some chips yep. and, you know, have a cheat day. Yeah. And just And just kick it and be guys. Yep. That's like the biggest part of yeah. football now for me. Yeah. You know? Another wrong with that. That's, the, that's what it should be, you know? And get everyone getting together. And like you said, it's yeah. Sundays. It, Watch Red Zone all day. I mean, yeah, but you're right. There's this. We can compete against the opposing team, but we don't have to compete <sighs> against each other for fucking I know. top fan. I know. All right, we're not Dave Matthews fans here. <laughs> Number one, Dave or bust. <laughs> and also, hey, don't be the fan to wear Seahawks gear to a Mariner game too. I don't know why that bugs me too. Like, don't wear see like people. No, I'm not yeah. saying you wear a hat, but yeah. people come decked out a couple times last year. Full on Seahawks. It's like yeah. you're not at a fucking Seahawks game. Yeah, because what if somebody showed up at the Hawks game? Wearing a Griffey jersey, I think people like, be like okay, huh? he's, he's he's a legend, but but really, you're here man? to support the Seahawks. You're here to root on. them on. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I shouldn't get off in a tangent about our fans, but no, I I'm annoyed. <laughs> that last one, I definitely agree. Though it's like just just just, just wear civilian clothing. Exactly, just exactly. wear civilian you, clothing. You can wear don't a shirt wear and jeans. Sport. You don't got to rock like I said, head to toe Seahawks here. And oh, you, oh, you like sports? Or even still? more annoying too. I I haven't heard it as much last year, but a, a year or two ago, you get people chanting the see. Hawks at a Mariner game or at a fucking boxing event or something where it's not football related. That's a not a good look either. I don't know. That's a trashy look. And that's just me. That's my opinion. On it's that. terrible. Isn't it a bad look? It's terrible. It's like a strong arm takeover of any bar at any given time. <laughs> right? You know, it is It's like, what, yeah. What if there's an Hawks. Arizona fan in here? And it's like, are they going to feel, are they going to feel like threatened for their lives? You know, give me a fucking break. You heathens. Yeah. No, no. It, yeah. We can, I can go on for days about this, but I'll spare you. Berg. Yeah. It's, it's rough sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> People give us a bad name around here and I don't like it. We're just a bunch of fish throwing, flannel wearing, weed and, smoking. <laughs> that's another thing too. Last, last thing about that. They, why every primetime Seahawks game or a primetime Seattle game, do you always got to show Pike Place Market in the fish throw? <laughs> like, we get it. That's all we do. That's <laughs> all, all we, do. we do around here. Fish throw in the rain. Like, every time, anytime on a Fox, I'm waiting for the fish throw segment. Show it quickly. Yeah. Let them know you're in Seattle. Like, yeah. come on. We get Amazon around here, right? I told, I told him that at my work today. He was he was loading a truck up and he yeah. was throwing boxes. Yeah. And I, and I was like, what are, you, what are you, some fish thrower down at Pike Place? I was like, what is this, a cutout for NFL yep. here? You know, are we, are we coming back from break? Yep, just a here? quick sec, 10 second show him. Show him yeah, throw the exactly. fish, catch That's it. That's all we do here, yeah. fish in the face. Yeah. Yeah. That's what these guys do. Fuck them. That, yep. And then play some Pearl Jam music. What else? I mean, there's the yeah. every oh, go-to. Awesome. It is awesome. And yeah. No, they have the, the certain go-tos that, yeah. 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 Sorry to get off on a tangent with no, that. No, we've talked about this on the show before. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just some stereotypes. Some are right. Some yeah. are not so right. But right. They all come from somewhere. They all come from somewhere, people. Let's not be. They let's do. not kid ourselves. They do. They, they do. all come from a little something. <laughs> they Maybe do. a little racist, but uh, you know, at least perfect. But no, yeah. we've uh, we've been getting into the sports stuff here, and um, you know, we kind of you're the 
you're our analyst here. You know, you're <laughs> you're giving me that title, the go- residential you're, analyst? Yes, you are. You're, you're a guru. You don't yeah, realize the pressure that puts on me. It, it, We've been talking about pressure a lot on this on this podcast. Hey, listen. Laura can't make this decision for you, Tony, all right? We're putting one okay. foot in the frying right, pan, one right. foot in the pressure cooker. All right. Here. No, all right. I'll, I'll give you my you're best, my best foot forward. on the topic here. But, yeah, we yes. got to gotta get some Mariners talking here because, okay. you know, you're you're about the local sports. You know what's going on. I'm fired up for the season. I'm fired up. A little bit of bonus Hawks there. We got some bonus Hawks. A little off-season bonus. It is. There's, you know, be real with me, Berg. You can be real. On, with, you on. can get real with me. Hold on. I hate. I hate to say it. You're right. There's been some buzz. I hate yeah. to say it. I feel like I'm just walking into the twig. There's the twigs and the leaves, <laughs> and yet uh, right below it, there's a bed of sharp spikes waiting <sighs> yeah. for me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've been here before. Uh, we have. What's your take? Sixteen so far years, Berg. On what we're going on a sixteen-year playoff drought. Six. Oh, listen, the longest I know in the Major League Baseball. I know the numbers. That's one that Ugh. I've been holding on to. Don't, don't worry about that. Painful. What? What's your take on what you've seen so far, and what's going on with the team, and yeah. how are things kind of shaping up? It's early, but it is. What, what is your take? No, at this point? I'm excited. So yeah, over at, over at seven ten at the station, we've got uh, Scott Service, the the head coach. He comes in. Uh, he came in last year before the season started, and met with all of us at the station, kind of gave us the 3,000-foot view, lay of the land. Um, and I know big thing last year was, you know, new coach, new coaching staff. Um, they tried to change the culture of the of the Mariners from top to bottom after when you lose for that many years in a row and you have that many bad GMs make poor decision after poor decision and, and pretty much cripple the organization for, you know, years ahead. Um, it, it's tough to, to kind of figure that part out, but – I'm I'm excited. I I think this team. They the cool thing is uh, Jerry Depoto, the new GM. He came in and he's pulled a, a John Schneider, Pete Carroll, and has made I think 47 trades since he's gotten here in the last two years, um, and shook up a lot of the kind of role player guys this year. Um, so I think they. I, I I'm excited for them. I think that they're um, in a spot to compete for the AOS finally. And I know that they'll be going up against the Astros and. And the Rangers again. That the AOS is just top, top, um, tough from top to bottom. But um, I think for him, I've been telling everybody this year. I hate to say it, but King Felix is we go as he goes this year because I feel like they've got enough offense this year with with Robbie and with Nelly Cruz and and Seager coming off career years. All three of those guys. He made the big trade, uh, traded Taiwan Walker for uh, Gene Segura, who's a is the NL hits leader last year, leadoff hitter for us. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a stud. But I guess the one guy, and I'm trying not to get too excited about him, but he's had a lot of hype uh, for spring training, and I got to see him play uh, when we went down to the game uh, last year or a few weeks ago. Was Mitch Haniger? So this new right, right fielder for us is a stud. He's uh, he was led the minors in, in batting average and hits last year for the NL. He's a big piece. We're, we're a lot more athletic, um, but I know falling a, a game and a half short of the playoffs last year was just heartbreaking. But it's do yeah. or, it's it's yeah, it's do or die this year. The the team knows that they'll blow definitely it up was. if they don't make the playoffs this yeah. year. I think they have what it takes. But um, Felix was hurt last year, had a rough year. We have to have him be king. I mean, he's, we're not, he's not going to be King Felix of old, yeah, yeah. but you're going to need him to win 14, 15 games, have an ERA around like two point three, yeah. uh, and be healthy all year if we want to have a chance. Yeah, Tony. I gotta say, I'm gonna use a baseball analogy here. <laughs> you were right on the ball there. Am okay. I? <laughs> you were right on the ball. You answered my next two questions Did basically I? that I had for you. You, you know, you I know? mean, you told me, you told us who you're getting excited about. Yep. Uh, the division. You brought that up. Yeah. 
I mean, that's one thing that is unfortunately working against the Mariners all the time. Is it is a tough division. It didn't always used to be that way, but Every the last game, four or five years, Berg, it's ridiculous. It is. It's been, definitely been a dogfight. The you know? A's. I mean, they're they've never been good record wise, but they give us a super hard time. Mm-hmm. Angels give us. I mean, it's so, and that's the tough part. Looking at the schedule this year, keep these two months in mind: April and August. Mm-hmm. The, I was looking at the schedule, so April. The Mariners the last bunch of years have statistically come out always slow and crapped the bed in April and, and gives everyone hope to jump off the bridge every year, which yeah. I don't blame them. So they got to have a fast start this year, and yeah. the team knows it. They play every – I think they have every series in AOS series that first game, first month of April, except the Marlins are in town. That's your only non-AOS series, so tough-ass month. Yeah. And then in August, I was looking at the schedule. They say August typically in the MLB season is like the grind. It's the roughest month for everybody just because it's like, you know, September you're getting closer to playoffs or you're out. Yeah. August is like the dog days of baseball. Fucking whoever made our schedule, fuck the MLB for this, but they have us literally on the road the whole month of August playing all playoff contenders from last year, like the Royals and fucking Boston. It's it's brutal. Yeah. So if they can survive those two months, King Felix stays steady. The the quick start is very important. Have to. I I completely agree. And here's the thing. Because we started two and six last year until Dejo Lee hit the walk-off home run and and, changed our momentum. And and you can lose momentum. You can lose faith pretty early on. And it's tough to collect that. tough to get it back from the season. Mm -hmm. And baseball is a sport where the season is so long. Yep. You're going to go through some slumps at some point. Oh, yeah. You're going to lose six, seven in a row, and people, things aren't going to be clicking. Yep. So you got to make sure that you got to jump early on when you can get things going and make sure that, that that's mm-hmm. not going to be completely destroying to yeah. your playoff chances. And so that's definitely important. Well, I was going to say one other thing I'm looking for, too. So I was a big fan this year of the World Baseball Classic. So they play that every four years. We had a, a all pretty much – that's what pissed me off. I go down for my first trip to spring training, and all the main Mariners are out of town in the World Baseball Classic. So I was like, oh, great. But saying that on the flip side, Robbie Cano, Nelson Cruz, Gene Segura, Drew Smiley, our new starting pitcher, uh, and then uh, who else did we have? They all just balled out in the World Baseball Classic. Absolutely balled out. Edwin Diaz, our closer from last year, was a freaking maniac. For uh, Ven, or I think it was Peru, Panama, Venezuela, one of those. Mm-hmm. He killed, or Puerto Rico, excuse me. He was on Team Puerto Rico. So some people were saying he was, uh, some of these guys were playing with so much emotion, and these Latin players do. Yeah. But there are some guys, some of the more traditional <laughs> white players in baseball were not happy about that, saying, hey, they shouldn't be showboating and playing the game like that. Well, I kind of think baseball needs that. Baseball, people get more excited. Hey, people fucking love a bat flip. A good bat flip, and I know that goes into football. I think yeah. they're getting a little more lenient this year to celebrations. Yeah. People like that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I know you, want, reward. you, you just, don't want to go over the top and yeah. have it be me, me, me. No, but, but that should be your reward. You just hit You just hit a <laughs> fucking 95-mile-an-hour <laughs> fastball, 427 yep. feet, okay? Yep. I, can't, I can't throw the... <laughs> The utensil of my destruction of that baseball, a little funny. I mean, come on. In Japan, you man, know? look it up on YouTube. The bat flips in that in the Japanese league is insane. There's no rule on bat flips in there. If you're ever bored, anyone There's YouTube, no rule. YouTube behind the bat bag. flip. Oh my god! Mariners have a new there. a new commercial out this year about bat flip, and it's pretty funny. Yeah. There's some of their commercials are really bad through the years, but they're pretty good. Yeah, well, I, I agree. I totally agree. Like you said, with the quick start. But um, I'm calling 89 wins. And and they're making the effing playoffs this year, Berg. 
89, 89 wins. wins. They're going to make the wins. playoffs. I think they're going to I I think they have what it takes to win the freaking division. I'm not even asking for a wild card sneak in. Yeah. I think they can hang, but the key is you got to you got to be healthy all year. Yeah. For the most part and then like I said, we go as King Felix goes. Yeah. I hate to say that, well, but it, we do. Well, and again, that's the right where I was coming to because I mean, does he still have it at this point? I I agree I agree with you that it's probably as his season goes, yeah. it'll probably be very correlated to yep. the entire team, how yep. their season goes. I mean, no. does he does he have gas in the tank still at this point? I think he does. So I think he's reinvented himself because, you know, he's not going to be throwing 95, 96 like he was five, six years ago, right? Yeah. He's going to be living around 91 to 93 in his velocity there, which is okay. I mean, he's all about his, his movement of his pitches, his change up, his off-speed pitches. So I think – but here's the big thing, Berg, why I think it's going to be a good year for him. I think last year – was an eye-opener for him because, yeah, he was injured. Heard some questionable things of how he injured his ankle last year. But nonetheless, he was injured, and I think he was out of shape last year. And I think King Felix has had the mindset of, I'm the king. My shit don't stink. I don't need to work as hard as everybody else. Just my opinion here, by the way. So I think, and it goes back to, we, we'll do this. This is why we're good. We come back full circle. We talked about getting to the age of 30 and how your body changes and how it sucks. Well, Felix, he's our age. He's 30. He'll be 31 here next month. I think it hit him hard last year, you know, getting close to 30 and realizing he – I think he had an eye-opener and realized, I got to work my ass off this year. So he, I heard he went down to the Dominican and worked out with Nelson Cruz's trainer, and he was, like, doing workouts till he puked. He's in way better shape this year. His velocity's up. That'll keep him healthy. But I think he, I think he realized, shit, man, like – there's not going to be a king's court when you're out here giving up four home runs a game, <laughs> and uh, you can't. There's a lot of pressure in itself yeah. right there. Nobody weighs so those cases I think he air, knows yeah. the the his time is ticking, and obviously I would yeah. give my left leg to see the guy in the pitch for us in the playoffs because you can imagine how fired up he'll be and the the lions roar and all That's that. True. Like I've been, we he deserves it. He's stuck with us. He's been loyal. We all want to see it. Um, I think to Justin Verlander, he won this, or he should have won the Cy Young last year. He had the same deal where he had a couple shitty years when he was thirty thirty one, bounced back pretty strong in the last couple of years. So that's that's definitely yeah. gives me hope. But Felix is a fighter, he's a competitor, and yeah, I think he's gonna bounce back this yeah. year. He's not gonna be the Felix of old, but it's gonna be good enough. This is gonna make me sound like somebody that's probably super into Pachulia. <laughs> But okay. I, I feel like, like you're saying, yeah, he's at that threshold. He's at yeah. that cusp where it's like, this is uh, shit or get off the pot it here. Is. You know, we're, no. we're running out of time. And he knows and you it. said the velocity's down a little bit. Yep. It's not bad, but no. it's down a little bit. It's it's probably not going to get better next oh. year. I mean, I think maybe, if anything, that's going to put them over the top this year mm -hmm. and in that drought that you're talking of. Yep. I think it is that everybody rallying around that this might might be wrapping the end of the king's reign, you know. It's and like we talk, it sucks to see guys that you love watching who, like I said, Felix is probably my. I mean, Griffey's dear and next to my heart, obviously growing up. But King Felix is a close number two for me. If I had to pick an all-time favorite, just just for how great he's been. How I'm so into baseball, mm -hmm. so it's been fun to watch him his every move. But we've been so lucky to have him, and obviously we crapped away his prime years, you know, with not putting good teams around him. Yeah, but. I, like I said, I think he's got the fire. I think he bounces back. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely. Like I said, I hate to put the season on him. Yeah. But the but no, season rides so. with him. It I, does. And I, and I, I don't normally say this to be honest. I mean, I've been the pessimist all the time. In yep. fact, if anybody listened to our last podcast with you, where we were predicting Mariners predictions last year, yeah. um, I actually have uh, right now. There's a uh, 
dish, a, a famous dish I make. Yeah. Cooking in the oven right now for us after the podcast, yeah. Tony. It's my mom's famous recipe for crow. Woo! And it's going to be all yours, actually, after last season. Hey, I, so, I know. Uh, I, I was excited. I know. I, and they were so damn close. I mean, my office. God. That, that was – there's no more heartbreaking. Oh, and, and you know what's crazy, bro? No I'll, I'll, I mean, I was so invested, obviously, every game. But I remember the game that knocked – it was the Saturday game, the second-to-last game of the season. They just had to win, and they would have still been in the mix Sunday for the last day of the year. And they lost probably the best game I watched all year long, a back-and-forth game. Me and Laura watched at home. We were going nuts, going crazy. And it was, and I felt like after they lost the game, the season was over. It, like, affected me for a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it did. Like, it, I was like I was so bummed because they were that close. You think that's crazy? You want to hear something even crazier? <laughs> I'm too invested in Sportsburg. You want to? Yeah. <laughs> Dictates you my life. Are. You definitely <laughs> Dictates are. my life. If the sports market took a hit. Oh, you might jump out of a window. I'm gone, man. See you window. later. But you gone. No, you want to hear something crazy, though? Yeah. I'm glad. We're going to do another one. Bring it full circle. That's for the comedy world. That's called a callback. <laughs> is that what it is? That's a callback right there. <laughs> I didn't know it's that. Great, it's a great comedy tool. All right. It's a great comedy it, tool. It, it just but, uh, it closes everything it, in. It you does. Know? It, it does. But <laughs> no, you, you were talking about this. And um, actually, you know, you know what's crazy about that? I have a buddy. Bet him every year. Yeah, we bet him every year. We bet on the Mariners. How yep. good they're going to do, good or not. You know, so, mm-hmm. somebody takes the over, some takes the under. I usually take the under. Yep. I'm a little pessimistic. Okay, I'm, nothing wrong I, with that. I will completely come forward with that. It's the most un-American bet in, it, that it, you can it, throw out. It's it's un-American, but it is American <laughs> because somebody made money when the stock market took a dive. <laughs> you somebody, can't say no to that. Made some money when the You're stock right. market took I've a dive. I've learned that through the gambling years mm-hmm. that they say betting on the under. Like some folks, it's, it's the a, most un-American thing realist, you can do. But no, he's an internal optimist. He loves yeah. the team. He loves baseball, so he always wants to take the over. So yeah. Last year we bet it. Yep. The o- the over under we had. Yeah. Eighty six and a half. It was eighty six. Eighty six and a half. I watched that game <laughs> that you're talking about. That Saturday the game. game that I watched the momentum. Cano and Cruz hit the clutches home runs. To fourth, just oh. one person back down. I was watching that they place need, was full. They needed one more win, and I would have lost our bet. I said, "There's no way they're gonna fucking lose this game." There's no way they're oh. gonna lose this game. It was the exact opposite of yeah. the of the Seahawks against the Packers. Yep. I watched that game. I said, "There's no way the Mariners gonna lose." Yeah. The, how many swings? Yeah. We're at home. It was crazy. The way that they've come back. From it was a being playoff down. game. It was a. a There's a, no a, way they're gonna lose. First playoff game Safeco had seen in a long time, lose. like technically. And then they lost that game oh. with one more to go, and I said, "I already, I just won this fucking bet." Yep. When they lost that game, because they, said, they didn't give a shit about the Sunday no. game, they lost that game. I said, "I just won my bet. I don't give a fuck what happens tomorrow. Yeah. I just won my bet." Yep. Sure enough, I did. You got 86. They won 86 we, we last year. We fucking pinned it on. We couldn't be dude, any closer, that's dude. that's awesome. Oh, my shit God. Shit like that it makes me proud of myself. I'm telling you, it's going to be 89 shit this year. Shit like that makes me proud of myself. You say 89. <laughs> I'm telling you Zach. You're going to go 87? I'm, no, I'm telling Zach we need an independent third party to choose, and we're going 89. with 89. 89, I'll, I'm telling I'll take you. I'll the under on 89. They, they've improved. They, they, on paper, there's no rhyme or reason that say they've not improved. Like, I think, to me, the bullpen's better. The lineup is better. It's just in, in, going on, on Felix and our starting pitching because mm-hmm. now the word is uh, Drew Smiley's got a quote-unquote soggy arm. I've never heard soggy. that. Soggy. They use the term soggy. Bird. I've heard of a twinge, but. Soggy arm. That does not sound good. So if he goes on the shelf, we could, once again, starting for April, it's, we can't afford that. And they've been a little mum the last couple of days. I'm getting a little sweaty over here thinking about it. But 89 is my – maybe if, if he's out for the first one, take it to 88. Yeah. But – 89 the safe number. That's, soggy, my, that's my win number. Soggy is not a good term you want to hear. It can't be good. Especially when Trump's out there draining the swamp. No. <laughs> All right. No. Like, you do not want soggy. Anything. What, what is good soggy that you know? Nothing. Do you like Absolutely anything soggy? Nothing. 
Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Zach <laughs> Olson, you heard it here first. Tony Gardner, <laughs> Zach, 89 wins. I'll take the 89. under. 89. I'll take the under. Take the over, Zach. And I think I might lose this year because you've lost the last three take fucking years in a row. Take the goddamn over. And he'll tell people, he'll tell people, oh, no, I, oh, I won a couple years ago. No, you were drunk. <laughs> you were drunk, Zach. You lost, okay? Zach, that advice is for free. Your I won't charge you for that your advice. Your optimism did nothing for you in the long term, all right? Come to the dark side with me and people who don't have kids as well and have no hope for the future. Oh, Berg, betting on the under. It just, it's tough. It just always falls I had, I, I, We threw money on one of the March Madness games last week when I was in Oregon with my buddy Jordan and Riley, and we had a couple under bets, and that's the worst. Betting for missed shots is just awful. Listen, this, <laughs> this is my take on it. Okay? This, is, this is how I sleep at night. <laughs> but it, <laughs> this is you how sleep I sleep at, at night, night, Tony. I ain't judging Tony, you. my bet, not going to affect the outcome of what happens <laughs> One goddamn. See, I think the opposite burger. And Once I lay no. something down, I'm like, I've no. just the gambling gods are you like, are, good job, Tony, you dude, idiot. Then you're a degenerate fuck. Right? You do <laughs> is believe that a, the gambling gods. Is that a gods. problem? You do believe in the gambling gods. I Listen, believe in the gambling I know, gods. <laughs> I know my bet does not change things one iota. And yeah. here's the thing. I'm not rooting for them to lose. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying, yeah, fuck just, the Mariners. Yeah, it fuck you guys. Yeah, blow this save. Blow this. No, I'm just watching. I'm like, letting the ha- something letting cool happen take to them. The course. Like, I'm like, oh, that was kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, they lose, uh, again, what felt like a playoff game yeah. with two games oh. to go to stay in playoff contention. I'm like, yeah, not really a surprise. <laughs> Wasn't shocked by it. In fact, I actually bet on this happening. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. Yeah. It's well, an insurance policy. I took the under on the Seahawks last year. Yeah. Again, I, I, if I had my choice, I'd say I want to lose this bet. Can we an, an, another I wanna lo- day? I want to lose this bet. I, I want to lose this $50. Next time, I'm, next time I'm in, if there is a next time, if you'll allow me back, can we, can we talk a little sports books and, and just talk about that world? Or is that, is that too much of a we scary world? We certainly can. Yeah, we're probably a little too long in the tooth to <laughs> yeah. get into that at this point. Not tonight. Well, not tonight. Well, I the two of us, yeah, we can go all night on that. Are you kidding me? I mean, let's be honest. In fact, we'll probably but get a heads up game We can maybe save that for a rainy us. day. You yeah. know, yeah. No, we'll, we'll back pocket It's an interesting industry. It blows me away, actually. It is. Like. The only thing I'll, I'll leave it at this, Burke. I don't get those guys. What do the the guys look like in Las Vegas that who are so on point and they make the spreads and the lines? How are they so damn good? I'll is it? You. And I think obviously there's got to be math involved. There's got to be statistics. And, and no, I'll tell you moment. what it is. Just I'll tell you what insane. it is. They have glasses that are this thick, <laughs> just, and they haven't got their dick sucked in like eight years. That could be it. That could be. That's it. what it is. Okay, and that's why I these knew guys it was something like that. But it's yeah. it's ridiculous. They have a shit ton of money in the bank, and they don't even spend it because yep. they don't care. They have the same yeah. car that they've been driving for eleven years. Yeah, they're just fucking. They're crazy smart nerds. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. And that was and 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 you know what? He gets so passionate about the team. Yeah. That with that devastating loss. Yeah. He would. I was just amazed that we were. It was going to come down to the last game, mm-hmm. and it was going to be a flip. Who won our bet? <laughs> Coming into the last game of the season, yeah. I said, "This is incredible! I can't believe this." You know what the response text I got was? What? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's thank, what I texted him. I said, you. "This is incredible! I can't believe this." And he and I get back, "Go fuck yourself." Jesus, thanks, man. <laughs> I was impressed with us <laughs> coming down to the money. It was a oh, at the last game, man. I, I mean, I, I felt like I'd already won at that point. Yeah. Even if they lost that last game, just yep. the fact that we actually pinned it that close. Cause you're right. Yeah. It's such a crazy science. It's Who insane. The fuck knows? It's insane. What if the best hitter on the team gets injured? Best pitcher gets injured and they go down. I mean, who fucking knows? I just, the amount of money getting thrown in Vegas is absurd. Like in, in ah, it's crazy. I don't think sports gambling is going to be illegal much longer in my opinion. Like, I, and I don't know what that, I mean, the next, 
five years, I think I I I could see something happening. That's just yeah, my opinion. The NBA is pushing them. They want it. Adam they, Silver they wants want it. it yep. More legal. Yep. Well, the, and like we talked about with Vegas now having a team with the, I just think of the players that are going to be on that team. I feel bad for them because they're going to be having a away game every home game for them. It's just you're going to have fans from other teams wanting to go to Vegas to watch their though? team. What's but the Rams, you know, <laughs> that's a whole. That, I can't believe that's a whole other situation. They're playing too. away games every week too. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. But oh, well. I just hope that with the new Las Vegas team, I hope two name choices. Either call them the degenerates or the deplorables. <laughs> the deplorables. <laughs> the Las Vegas kinda degenerates like the or the Las... Depl- it's, it's, it's up with the times. It kind of rings. It's up with the times. It flows. Hey, we're fucking playing football here. Right? Bill Romanowski was on this team at one point. I was breaking fingers at the bottom of the pile. All right? We're fucking deplorable. XFL, man. And we understand it, and we're going to fucking come rip your head off. That's what we're doing here. Oh, my goodness. Too good. Yeah, too that's good. a that, that's going to be a crazy city for a team. But it is. I, I think they'll be successful, though. I, I think just as a franchise, it will be successful. One of my favorite movie lines ever is, uh, I think it's Stu from Hangover, the original, when he says, someone needs to burn this goddamn city to the ground. <laughs> like that. Uh, that's a whole other topic, too, for another day. My God. Well, you just you come in with such hopes and dreams as you're flying into the city. <laughs> And you just you leave on that airplane, and you've never had more self regret hey, in your life. Berg, nothing is never worse had more self regret. It's 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 entertaining actually. But the 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 is it McLaren Airport down there is when you've got folks when you're on the security line and you're leaving, and you see the faces of, the faces of everybody coming in and the the excitement and how just emphatic they are to come into the city for the land of hope. Anything can happen. And then when you're leaving down down money and hungover and just get me home like that. That that world right there is just, just like please teleport me, please teleport me. I don't want to see any stupid bullshit. Pro tip: No, don't ever take a connecting flight home from Vegas. You can take no. connecting flights there, no problem, because you're excited. Go for it. Don't ever Unless take a connecting flight home. <laughs> Do not take a connecting flight. Oh, just no. get me home. Yeah. Get me home. Oh. Yeah, I know it is. The city just <laughs> it just it just wrecks dreams. Yeah, one weekend. At it does. It you does. Know, and you come in with such hope and such optimism. Yeah. And then again, you just leave, and all you've gained is uh, an, a crippling amount of self regret. Oh yeah, uh, the weekend. That's what you've won. Well, I always think too with you, when you're with buddies down there, and we've been de- down there together. You, we've had trips down there, and you and your buddies get together. You know, you you, you cause havoc. You lo- you're all losing money. Everyone's drunk and whatnot. And then the best part is, I always look up and 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 look at the top of all those hotels and think of the penthouse suites, and I'm like, what is going on up there? Like, I think our little problems down here, losing a few bucks, is not even scratching the surface in that yeah. town. Yeah. People like that are losing their lives losing their mortgage like losing everything mm-hmm. and the shadiest stuff has to be going down but when you yeah. and your buddies get down there and lose a few bucks on the blackjack tables and poker and lose your mind come on listen <laughs> if, if you want to have the mentality i'm losing money going down there tony if you want to do blow off a 19 year old hooker who looks like carmen electra's ass it's gonna cost you a few bucks all right I mean, right that's, right that's just a, that's I guess a free so. market i guess so that's how it works but i guess so no i know i i completely agree and yeah, you look at and yeah, there's people up there. It's like yeah, what kind of money have they made? Yeah, or what kind of money have they fucking lost? And that'd be absurd. I'm thinking if we did a segment one day, the do's and don'ts for Vegas. That's like coming from you and me. That can't be. There's got to be better sources out there for do's and don'ts in that town. Yeah, that's right. True. That's true. I, I mean, I could spit a little bit of logic on you, but yeah, I don't think I've, people want to know our side of it. I've but had a lot of flights maybe they of do. shame. Though. I don't know. I've had a lot of flights of shame, but oh. But yeah, it goes both ways, man. You can lose a lot in that yep. penthouse, and you can and you can win a lot, though. Yep. I've seen guys at the craps table, even at casinos around here, yeah. and they press it up. They go to the max. They yep. just try to catch a run, and they do. And I've seen a guy 
play on the craps table, rolling the dice for yeah. 10, 15 minutes. Not an epic roll, a yeah. good roll, a good roll, but not an epic roll. Yeah. And he was pressing it up the whole time, and he made 15 grand in 20 minutes. And he's like, rack those chips right insane. to the door. It's insane. It blows me away. I just think of Alan in the hangover when all the numbers and symbols are flying by when he's trying to count the cards. <laughs> Rain man status. Yeah. Or <laughs> Mr. Papa Giorgio. <laughs> oh, Mr. Papa Giorgio, absolutely. Your regular table? <laughs> no, not tonight, Johnny. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that city, oh, man, I haven't been there for a while, and I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. It's a mirage. That whole place is a mirage. I actually had a, I actually had a girl I met. This is a crazy story. I had a girl I met. I took a trip last summer to, uh, to Europe. I told you about that. And mm-hmm. went to Ibiza for a week. We did this crazy party. This, this. Did aqua, you take a pill? This aqua party. I didn't take a pill. I did I'm glad take, you knew that. I one. did not take a pill. All right. Drugs were available. Though. Drugs were more than available. Aaron there. said no. I kept it to the drinking. Actually, I didn't even smoke at Ibiza because I was yeah. a little bit of sick from yeah. just the flying over okay. and the time change. It was. Mm-hmm. I had that nasal shit, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. smoking's not gonna get. But I was drinking. Went to this aqua party. I have video on my phone. I'll actually show you afterwards because it was insane. I'd like to see that. So you're you're, going to trip. But I went to this aqua party. They're filling up the main dance floor with water. Yeah. It's getting crazy. People wearing their bathing suits. (laughs) They got their phones in a little plastic baggies, you know, to cover them. And I mean, this girl, have a good time with her. You know, we're taking pictures, getting along. Yeah, dancing, having a good time. I had a girlfriend at the time. So unfortunately, I'm an idiot. And I actually (laughs) stayed faithful to her while I was in Europe. Uh, Back to our dating rules. We're coming full circle all all over the place tonight. Yeah, 5,500 miles away. I completely stayed faithful to her. Yeah. But uh, had a good time with this girl. I hadn't talked to her for a while. She hit me on my Facebook. Oh, cool. We talked a little bit. Hadn't talked for a while. Mm -hmm. Invited me down. to. She's like, hey, you going to be in Vegas anytime soon? Uh Oh, like. Uh, uh, maybe person yeah, I don't I talk to that often. Why? why? Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I got an extra place. You know, if you need somewhere to stay, I'm like, uh, kayak.com. <laughs> How much are flights? Uh, are we flying in? Holy flying shit! Two two hundred dollars. As long as I want to, don't mind leaving at six fifty five a.m. Yeah, I know. <sighs> oh, on That's a Thursday. On a Thursday. That's how it goes. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, that city, that city will do some we'll crazy things. We'll have to do it to, next time. We'll we'll have to talk touch more on that we, topic. We will. There's a lot more. of there's a lot we can go we'll in directions on that one. <laughs> and I, and I think you know again we talked again with the callback coming yep. to having kids. You know if I ever do get married, go that route. <laughs> I'm wondering is is the is the Vegas bachelor party is that in the cards for me because no one's done it for a while that's true there were some early ones you went to, yeah, you went to we a did couple one, of yep. them yeah your, your, yours was in, mine was in yeah, there yeah yours was in yes no Las it, Vegas. it happened early, here's, been the a key, while. here's the key though bro. I, I don't know whether it's a bachelor party or you're just back down there for for pleasure i think really two nights is all you need three at the most three nights you literally don't need more than three nights there. I mean, I, I one trip I did four nights there, and the fourth night we all wanted to die. Like we yeah. were just like, this this town is too much. Mm-hmm. Like you can you you can do everything you want, you know. And and, and as as any party goes, when you go somewhere, how much does everybody blow the wad the first night? Oh, you get there. God. I don't care what people say. The first night, everyone wherever you are, whether it's Vegas or fucking Portland, it doesn't matter. Like everyone's gonna go ham out of their minds the first night because you're just so excited to be there everyone yeah. you know and then yeah, it trickles down it, it trickles down for, it trickles down each night from there yeah. at least for me it does well for us it's like vegas 
little over two hour flight. Yep. That's like basically to me, oh, look at that as a weekend getaway. Oh yeah. That's like a camping, going to yep. a music festival. I'm going to yep. spend two nights. I'm going to drive. Yeah. I'm going to have that drive on the way home where I want to kill myself <laughs> and hope that the pilot uh, yeah. <laughs> yells Allah Akbar over the intercom and just takes this thing straight into the, my misery. to the Nevada mountains here. But, uh, you know, it's two yeah. hours. I mean, that's that weekend getaway. Yep. And yeah, the city too overstimulating. There's too there's too many ways for them to extort you. You yep. don't need to be there for four or five days. Yep. They'll take everything you're worth. They'll have you sign your soul. Your daughter will end up working and expect, in some strip club and expect moths to come out of your mouth the next morning. Yeah, exactly. You pull your <laughs> pockets mouth. out. Yeah, yeah. The, the little thing will fly away. You're like, what happened to it all? People underestimate the desert air down there, Berg. They yeah. underestimate the desert air. It does. Weird I do at least. Know. When when you can just like chill and drink a Bud Light in a in a metal bottle yeah. when it's 119 <laughs> degrees out, something's a little wrong. You, you can always know? drink a lot more down there something's too. I don't know off. what it is. I feel like the alcohol content's lower down there or it's something with the hot air. I don't know. I, I just can drink way more down there than up here every time. What if it was? What if every beer distributor had a I, had a Las Vegas version I swear. of their drink? So the people just keep and going. And they shit it on there and yeah, there's no booze in it at all. It just it's that or all the oxygen they're the pumping same. in the in those casinos cuz whether it's 4 a.m. or 4 p.m. those casinos look exactly the same. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, it there's really no clocks does. in there obviously, but it that's really the crazy does. thing. I mean, certain times yeah, the tables are a little bit more full, but yeah, yeah but it's essentially the there's same. There's people that no, I mean, yeah. there's time is of no essence in that town. So no mirrors, no windows, oh. no nothing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> Nada. it's a fuck. We'll see. I got to find myself a girlfriend though. First time. Hey, well, we we, we got tips. Here, we, right? we we hopefully got people covered on this podcast for a few life lessons. Hey, this is know? a very life lessony podcast today. Listen, we're getting older, man. Okay, again. <laughs> this is this one of your most mature ones we've had? Uh, <laughs> that's not saying much. Mature? But, yeah, say mature. Probably, was this yeah, the mature yeah, podcast? Mature, yeah, mature, mature. <laughs> no, yeah. It, 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 hey. We try to be informative here, at least, you know, and, and we're getting Give a little them. older. We're learning a few things. I mean, you, you like I said, you got the family thing going, hey. and I'm and I'm kind of digging it, Tony. I'm kind of digging <laughs> hey. it. I'm so. Fucking, I hope I didn't scare you. Did I scare I, you? I'm I'm so fucking tired. I, I'm a guy. Like I said, I want to say I I was so scared to have you know, like I gave you the story. I've been so scared to to make the giant steps in life. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just being an only child or what. Yeah. But it's not as scary as it seems. Yeah. It's, it's well, not. Well, and I think you're at a threshold here. I think the first six months, I yeah. think the first six months is a beast all of its oh, own. We're adjusting. You know? And then after that, kind of yeah. smooths over a little bit. Yeah. You know, the sleep thing kind of yep. gets into that right range. So, you know, yeah, it's a little, there's some hardships, there's a little yeah. bit of toughness. But, again, hey, it's for the greater good. Good. Well, It's for the greater good. Yeah. I will always it's come back legacy. as long as you'll have me, Burke. Like I said, hey. I, my stories might get a little more boring here as the years <laughs> go on. I hope not. Yeah, and that waistline might get a little <laughs> bit expanded, too. I'll just be fatter every time you see me. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, exactly. yeah, I got that going. Well, so. you, you know, the lazy boy is a good look on you right now, actually. It's not not the worst, Tony. We've done worse here. Hey, but, uh, you know, yeah, dad no, Tony, we, man. Dad Tony. <laughs> <laughs> we need to wrap this thing, though, because yeah. we're getting a little long in the tooth here. And uh, you got to couple of broads expecting you back at the uh, house yes i know? do i it, do it still I do. is a week been, now, a bit, i don't want to be in the doghouse tonight we got to thursday like i said we're almost, almost there. We're, we're this almost close one more tonight. sleep till but, friday yeah thank you guys for joining us though uh another episode of earful in the emerald city um again we thursday yeah we're a little late you guys sorry guys that's okay. on me that's hey, on me hey listen this is what you get for free okay <laughs> things don't go as smoothly as things you want, Come on, want man. to every single time you know sorry robbie but we sorry we did yeah don't worry about him, Robbie. It's fine. <laughs> but we did our best, though. You know, we're keeping it together here, you guys. We're tr- trying to keep banging them out. Um, like I said at the beginning of the show, we appreciate you guys listening to us. We appreciate you here. Yeah. Tony, we appreciate him coming back. Thanks you know, for having good guest me, here. Let us know what you guys think. If you enjoyed the episode, if you didn't think so, hit us up. 
uh, on Twitter at Earful in E City on Twitter at Earful in E City. They're a great uh, follow. Tony Tony actually had some nice words to say for Mr. Marcus here. He wasn't yes. able to join us today. But, uh, you know, he's working hard, though. You Marcus, keep up the good work with the Twitter handle, man. I, I was digging the, the fun. There's some funny shit on there. I was he's doing it. some of this, you know. <laughs> you he's, have to. he's doing some poking. You but, have to. Uh, yeah, no, he, he makes it happen. So check yeah. us out there, guys. Uh, Emerald City Podcast at Gmail, too. If you got something you want to send to us, you got a listener, uh, something going on with you, any suggestions for the show, want to say what's up. We'd love to hear from you guys. It's awesome. Um, yeah, let us know. Reach out, you guys. And if we can, anything we can do better. Let us know, but this felt pretty perfect to me, though. I, I feel like I feel like we knocked this one out of the park. Like Griffey off the bench, <laughs> you know, coming into the game. Like like Russell to Javon Curse yep. after down twenty two points. Oh yeah, I, I feel like you know, no, it went well. Always a good time to have you, Tony. And we're, like we already discussed this, but we'll have to get you back. No again time soon. to sleep, my man. I appreciate you having me. No, You're the goddamn man as always. No uh, like I said, You're anytime. I'm, I'm always we're available. We're gonna get you back in here. We're, we're getting <laughs> we're mixing up the faces Perfect. more often, and you know the people like it. We have some of the the best reviewed uh, episodes so far. Cool. Third time guest, and, and we'll get you in here, man. Thank you so much for joining appreciate us. Appreciate you, man. And thank all of you crazy bastards for yes. joining us too. All right, we appreciate you guys being here. If you if it was worthwhile. Let a friend know. Okay, we're gonna promote this one. We're gonna we're gonna see what we can do. We're we're trying to step our game up here. You know, me my how I feel about this podcast is how Tony feels about his relationship with Laura. All right, <laughs> he's gonna step this up. Okay, I he's do. gonna beat her. All right, I do. He's he he's not gonna let her swim to the other side faster than she does in the pool. There's no, no way this she'll make me slide, uh, okay? she'll make me know. She'll she'll tell me otherwise. Yeah. Trust me. We gotta I'll hear about it. We gotta <laughs> pump it up. You know, we gotta keep this thing moving forward. So we're gonna do the best we can, you yep. guys. Uh, thank you though for listening. We appreciate the shit out of you guys. Um, next week, I don't know who we're gonna have in here. We're gonna we're mixing it up. You know, we're we're. It's like the it's the queen. They of gotta hearts, tune you know? in. Which Give him a tease, bro. Which you gotta tease Shunner? him, man. I don't know. It's gonna be somebody good, though. Hopefully, I'm gonna I'm gonna work my ass off for you guys. We're gonna get somebody in here. We're gonna keep it going, you guys. Again, thank you for listening. Sorry, I'm beating you guys up with this one, but I, I appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. I hear from you. It's not always positive, but uh, at least I know you guys care. It's good to know somebody cares, you guys. So thank you for joining us. Thank you, Tony Gardner, for joining us. Thank Another you. episode of An Earful in the Emerald City. We hope you guys enjoyed listening, and we will talk to you next week.